everybody and welcome to an all new episode of the chat. It is one of our special top five episodes as we will be counting down the top five long running characters with little impact. Now, a lot of people were pigs, <laughs> really. A lot of people were questioning what we meant by that. And Alan got us some clarification. So we are doing what is usually considered one full contract cycle, which means four plus years on the show. Now, this can be soap operas past and present. This can be characters past and present. This can be characters that had many separate stints. As long as it equals four plus years on a show, that's what we're judging it by. But before we get into everything, we have a special returning guest co-host, and that is none other than the one and only Angel Young. Angel, how are you, my darling? I'm doing good. I had the day off of work today, and I Look really like the chat that we had at before the thing, but let's not get into that. Let's get into the top five, my first top five. Oh, and happy <laughs> International Women's Day, Candace. I mean, Candace, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Angel, I'm sorry. Oh, I mean, name look, about, I that mean, is she, not her she's name. a beautiful woman. Yes, happy International <laughs> Women's Day to Candace. Yes. Okay. Angel <laughs> said, my name is not Susan. So <laughs> she why would you say? Yes, she's one of my dear friends. So yes, I, de- I definitely, we should celebrate that with her. But yeah, but my name is Angel. <laughs> Angel said, hello, Candace, but you have to watch up. Higgs, I'm just going to say, not all podcast guest co-hosts look alike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the meantime, Higgs, how are you? I am so refreshed, shot. I got me a good nap in. I'm sipping on this Gatorade, ready to talk to you about these juicy ass characters. Just a Gatorade? Yes, Casey. Okay. <laughs> now, Punk now. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be that. <laughs> Alan, how are you, my dear? I'm fine. I just want to stress that this doesn't necessarily mean that we hate a character when we list them. We might hate a character, but we might not. And an actor, because I'm tired of that bullshit too. This ain't got nothing to do with nobody's performance. Because that is Oh, a- that that's those them psycho ass new age so fans. That is I think a- you hate I- to act alone with the character. Mm-hmm. I like Christian LeBron. I just can't fucking stand like a ball. Chaz. How are you? Yes, I am great. I am drinking. What is this? Some some wine from some place. Okay. I don't know where. This I know good. that's right. I know that's right. Chad said I had to get my nerves together. Y'all gonna have me talk about Actually, this this is a happy tomorrow is my last day at my job. Praise the Lord oh, Jesus so on high. Oh, I know that's right. Yes, you know black and, yes. I know that's right. And yes. Chad, Chad, Listen, I got my offer in December. I mean, oh, so you've been, been putting in, no, you've been putting in marketing okay. mobile work. I, I absolutely <laughs> have. I'm not gonna even lie to you. I'll be like, I don't care Marcus whatever y'all do. Work. <laughs> I, 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 I haven't been caring. Mm-hmm. Like, what y'all want me to do? No, I'm not doing that. I know I've just been waiting on security. Security came in. I got that final offer. And I said, okay. forget y'all. Ain't nobody got time for y'all. Security, Chad's listen. So full of shit. Chad's <laughs> going whatever you like. No, I'm <laughs> Did not care. 98% of the time did not care. So, but anyway, I'm great. 
does. And Rodrigo, how are you, my dear? I am doing good. Um, Rodrigo just had to come and be an all smooth. Okay. This list. This I'm list. doing good. Okay. <laughs> this is the most complicated. I ain't gonna lie. This time for I don't even think I did this right, but let's see what happens. It really is not complicated. <laughs> In the chat, I said I need somebody to explain. Yeah, this you were the only one that was good. It really is not complicated, you all. I don't understand. <laughs> okay, well, the I one I think, ass topic. <laughs> the ones I picked, there's reasons behind them. You, you know, well, I would hope so, Rodrigo. What there are reasons. Show? Okay. <laughs> God. Well, Angel, my dear, since you are the returning guest co-host, I'm going to hand things off to you. Who comes in at number five on your list of long-running characters with little impact to the soap? Okay, my number five. This is probably going to hurt a lot of people, but I don't care at this point. Um, Esther Valentine on The Young and the Restless. <laughs> What Esther? What Esther? What's she doing? Do? I know. I'm sorry, but <laughs> she has a whole daughter. She has a whole daughter that has more made more of an impact on the show than she has. The only mm-hmm. impact is she's like next to. She's always in the scene with Mrs. C, and then when Mrs. C died, she was nowhere really to be found. Really, so except to be with, except to support oh, no. Chloe. So. And she had made little, so little impact, and I feel so bad because the actress is doing the darn thing. I follow her on social media, and she does a darn thing every day. So um, that's my number five, Esther Valentine. Oh, <laughs> she said, "I'm keeping my little checks. I'm keeping my little uh, why not checks five times a year." Can't Linda gonna come get you? Angel. Right. I've been on this show I since '75. Leave me alone. Same way she tried to kill off Jeannie Cooper. Allegedly. I'm serious. <laughs> but hey, look. Kate Linda said, baby, I may only appear twice a year, but I got a lifetime contract guarantee, so fuck it. She ain't going nowhere. Oh, that show going to be shooting outside on the sidewalk, and she going to be there serving people a little finger sandwich. And look, ain't nobody promote the young and the restless like goddamn Kate Linda. Kate Linda she is does. always out there doing her tea time and being like, oh, we have some fabulous plots coming up for the 50th. Like, Caitlin mm-hmm. always out. So, 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 some checks coming. So much. But it's and not the actress, it's the character. No, I got <laughs> you. I got you. She's the only character that get all that she, she the only character to get all that money and she still won't be a maid. I don't want to slap mm. the shit out of her. Dumb broad. Oh, you no, can no, at least shit. be the house manager. No, Catherine shitting on her. Because Catherine's going to tell her she had to continue being the main order to keep the goddamn way. I know. Mm-hmm. I would have sued so far oh, to get no, that damn money. Yeah, it would have been, been, been Catherine Esther Valentine's mansion. I, also, right. And they would have had to rent that shit for me. That would have been an Airbnb and anything you else could think mm-hmm. of putting my name on it. Uh-uh. Abby and Chance would have been living there. And they're going to pay rent to me. Jamie Giddens always used to say, why does she have to keep cleaning the house? How the fuck would Catherine know? Like, you know what I mean? She could have just lived there comfortably and she sure didn't have to clean that house. You better call Molly Mates. They come up okay. and clean that house. Call Send the whole crew. Steamers. 
That's who. Yeah, she can outsource it. Okay. Daily Steamer. Get your arm cleaner. Okay. Yes. Angel decent. Um, Alan, this was a topic that you brought up. We're going to head to you next. So who's number five on your list? Yes, I actually like, and it's Simone All My Children. (laughs) Oh, Simone Torrey. Oh, God. Simone. I like Simone, but she's on the show for like five years. Not much of an impact. She fucked a few people. She had some people's friends. And then she died. And Terry Ivins wanted to die. Remember she did an interview where she said, oh, what if Simone just somebody's going to bust? She wanted to fucking explode. That's how over Terry Ivins was. So when your betrayer wants to die, that's your character's nothing. Oh, yeah, I didn't mind small. Her and Ted had. I love her and Ted. Her and Ted was cute. But Simone, yeah, Al, I agree. Like, she was just there. She didn't do nothing really. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember. She had no memorable really. Except for Ted. That's the only thing, you know, Michael E. Knight, you know, Michael E. Knight tried yeah, to help I Yeah, I forgot how she was even introduced to the show. All I remember about Simone is Terry Ivins, her little dalliance with Tad, and being part of Fusion. That's all I Yeah, being part of Fusion, yep. Her interest in Terry was in Mateo, right? Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. I think it was to Mateo. The last thing I remember about um, Mateo was when punk-ass Raquel came with that brat. Oh, God. Oh, Raquel. Mm. Oh, the two Raquels. <sighs> mm-hmm. We don't talk about the two Raquels. You're right, that's another podcast. <laughs> Um, well, coming in at number five for me is a character from The Bold and the Beautiful um, who aired from 91 to 94 and then came back in 2009 and then was placed on recurring from 2011 to 2014. And that is none other than Karen Spencer. Ooh. A character. Oh, oh Caroline's twin. Yeah, Caroline's mm-hmm. twin sister, Karen, who was kidnapped as a baby. And, you know, in my opinion, it was one of the weakest twin stories ever done in daytime. I, you know, when B&B started, Caroline was the show. Like, before Brooke, you know, before it became the house that Catherine Kelly Lang built, the first four years were about Caroline. Um, and so when they were doing this twin story and when Joanna agreed to come back to the show, I think they should have just done more with it. But she had very weak stories. She had a triangle with Darla and Thorne that really didn't go anywhere. Her main love interest on the show then became Connor. She didn't really have anything to do. And then when she came back, oh, surprise, she's a lesbian. And she's on Katie's side with things at Spencer Publications. It's just, to me, always been a very weak character for somebody who you would have expected to be a little more deeper into the show's roots because of how successful the character of Caroline was and how great of an actress Joanna Johnson is. Um, so yeah, I just, Karen Spencer. They needed to give her more teeth than what they gave yeah. her. Yeah. Um, Without a, yeah. If they had given her more teeth, like really having a visceral disdain for Brooke and really, you know, just going in there and like not scared of Stephanie and not always on Stephanie's side and stuff like that, then she would have been a more interesting character. But she just was like, oh, hey, Karen, how you doing? You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's to me, it's similar to to Amanda Hillary. 
yes. on mm-hmm. Young and the Restless. Like it was the just like you had it. Has all the bite and the twin. Right. Nothing. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the beginning of her storylines on YouTube, and I was I was trying to watch it. I really was, and I was just like, it was better. It was very underwhelming. Um, well, she was the anti- she was supposed to be I'm, antithesis of she was the original antithesis of Brooke. You know yeah. what I mean? Like she she was the one that everybody wanted. Stephanie wanted to be wanted Ridge to be with her and all that kind of stuff. And then Brooke come along and ruins everything. So mm-hmm. I think she was kind of like Taylor Diet Diet Taylor. She um, really was. And Dorothy Lyman played her adoptive mother, I think. Yeah, from mm-hmm. Mama's yep. family. She sure did. Dorothy Lyman. She also played. Um, Opal. Random. She was on Young and Restless um, as the maid. When... Yes, she was. Yep. And she was the original Opal on All My Children for mm-hmm. Young Restless. Yeah. She was the that... second Rebecca Whitmore on Generations too. Yeah, she was. Yeah, Honey, she Dorothy, was Dorothy, Dorothy, Dorothy got was getting them checks. She did not oh, care. Yeah. Wasn't she? Wasn't <laughs> she doing Mama's Family and All My Children at the same time? At some yeah, point, she, she left was. All My Children for Mama's Family. Oh okay. no, she was. She was doing both at the same time. Oh no, you know I think no. When the show went into syndication, when it was yes. still on NBC, yeah. yeah, she was doing both. But then when the show went into syndication, that's when she, um, yeah, yep, that that correct. Yep, she was doing both. She would, she flowed. Uh, to trust me, I know everything about Mama's family. Okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know, we know, <laughs> Jay, not we our know. Family <laughs> tribute podcast. Um, we need to uh, have Raytown, USA. Yes. Raytown. Um, I, yeah, I know the song so. as well. Uh, okay. Baby, give me that stew pot over there. <laughs> Russia oh, mama and you just say I am baby that shit was <laughs> so yes number five on my list is Karen Spencer um, Rodrigo let's go to you because I can't wait to see what you tell us um, <laughs> number five pick, my dear oh my god it pains me because I love this actress but the character has worn thin for me um and that's the character of olivia falconeri on general hospital <gasps> um, and it pains i love lisa lo cicero oh. i love lisa lo cicero i think she when olivia first came on the show she came in like gangbusters the secret of you know, she was Sonny's homegirl from back in Bensonhurst when they were teenagers. And she was uh, Kate Howard's cousin, Connie Falconer, AKA Connie Falconer's cousin. And there was a secret that Connie and Kate were, keep- Connie and Libby were keeping. And the fact that Sonny had a firstborn son he never knew about, and that was Dante. And the whole Dominic undercover and the great episode when Sonny shot Dante and Olivia walks in and says, you shot my son. And that was one of the greatest moments. Mm-hmm. Then Olivia just started <laughs> to be a non-motherfucking factor throughout the years. And, and it started with that whole LSD shit. Ron, you need to be whooped for that forever for that mess mm-hmm. <laughs> with Olivia. Mm-hmm. With Heather Weber, you know, put the LSD on her, and then Olivia became a psychic and was like predicting stuff. And, and I'm just like, what the hell's going on with this character? And then she's sleeping with Julia Jerome, and then she had that late, late in life baby Leo. And 
and there was nothing for her to do. Like that, she was that that strong impact she made in the beginning just disappeared throughout the years. It awakened a little bit, you know, with Wally Kerb's Ned, because I, you know, I thought, you know, I do enjoy Ned and Olivia, but they don't do nothing. And Olivia has just been just, you know, just bitch on wheels, especially judgmental and the way she treats Nina. Yeah, I've been partners for six months. I mean, get over it. Like, that's like, get over it. Get the business. Like, Nina's trying to help out the business as well. And you're just being a cold bitch because of what happened in a personal life that has nothing to do with you. And the character just has not been the same for me anymore. And like, and I'll be honest, I mean, the hook color should have got her as one of the victims. I'm just going to be real. It's just, the impact she made in the beginning is just, she should be, she is the first baby, she's Sonny's baby mama, the first one. She should be key in stories and like involved and she's just there. And I'm just like, mm. that's why she's my number five. And I and I love you, Lisa, but mm. yeah, it's just it. it's time to I, I because like I didn't mind the LSD in the, in the business. That was that was kind of cute to me. I didn't mind that. That's better than what we get now. Her parroting Carly all the fucking time, not having her own opinion and putting Carly above her own fucking husband, acting like she didn't know what the fuck she was getting into by marrying a quarter man. That's what pissed me off. I hope Tracy getting that ass. Like because oh, at this point, like, yeah. like him, like Ned and Alexis can get back together at this point. Because I like the family unit that they have, but it's just like, can Olivia just be more of a quarter main? Like, she should, be, she should have been helping Ned secure ELQ while Valentine's been presumed dead. Why weren't you doing that? Or, or she could have been scheming. If you ain't gonna like Nina, fine. Why haven't you had Ned trying to help you oust that bitch from uh, the Metro Court? Like, do something interesting. Yeah, and you, you're you married to a quarter, man. Cut that uh, judgmental shit out. Like, you you know what you signed up for with this family. They're crazy. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, like she all up in, all up in, um, Sonny's been the other day about Ava. Him and Ava share a child together. And in fact, Ava, Ava is Leo's auntie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what does it fucking matter, Olivia? My first loyalty is the Carly. Why don't you go over there and eat her pussy right along with Drew? (laughs) (laughs) Well, so anyway, I love Olivia. Um, (laughs) uh, Who's coming in at number five on your list? Ray Fernandez. Enough said. (laughs) Shit, I don't think you need an explanation. After him and Sammy broke up that... Like him after him and Sammy broke up, and he like she dumped him for EJ. He should have been gone. You shouldn't have built a whole entire family around him. The only one that worked was Gabby, and Gabby did that all on her fucking own. And even that took years to happen. Ariana had potential, but they threw that away. Even A Martinez couldn't salvage their daddy. Their mm-hmm. mama was a nobody. Who gives a flying fuck about Dario? Uh, and Ariana did exactly. So it's just like, yeah, Rafe has been pointless since him and Sammy broke up 12 years ago. We were finally rid of the character, but King Corday just had to bring Galen Gearing back. And since him and Nicole have broken up, what have they done with Rafe? Nothing. Nothing. I wish they had established that Hernandez family, though, because they, and 
I'll admit, I loved it in the beginning, you know, when Lindsay Hartley and um, and I even like A. Martinez in there. And, you know, and I thought they would have like established that family. But no, it's it's just, it has never, especially with Brave, he's never been that viable character anymore, especially, yeah, but- especially since Sammy, him and Sammy. I love that dynamic in the beginning. That's one of the few things Dina Higley got right in her tenure is establishing that couple in the beginning. And then it's just got lost in the style. He just became judgmental and just overbearing. A couple of his parents I did like, I liked him and Kate. I thought that was, a you know, that could have been promising. Yeah. I liked um, him and um, someone else I did like him kind of with. I forgot. No, and then he started sleeping with all the le- all the left of all the, the Carrie. He didn't sleep with Carrie. And then he was. Oh yeah, he's with Carrie. Oh, I was like, right. I liked him. I liked oh. him with. I liked him with Jordan, but then they ruined that. They did. Oh, yeah. That's what I meant. Um, t- t- it was Jordan. Him and Jordan. They started off great too. I it's like, like y'all could have solved all of this years ago by just casting Mackenzie Westmore as Noel Curtis. Mm-hmm. You would not be bitchy right now. And now my poor Mackenzie is fighting cancer. Love you, girl. Not Love you, Mackenzie. I would even take him and Sloan because him and Sloan have chemistry. They're kind of doing that, I think. Rafe is one of them people. Rafe is as good as who he's paired I'm with. He's paired bottom. with a bitch. I'm tired of this character. There is no reason for Rafe to be on the show. Rafe I mean, I get Gabby. it, but if, I if wish we got to be with him, with had, somebody I like that he had chemistry. I love, I wish they played more him. Well, we're talking about love interest, but for family dynamic, I wish they played more him and Gabby together. Because, like, Gabby and Rafe, they, like, he, she makes me tolerate that character because, like, at least when he's in yeah, family brother guy. mode, I can tolerate that, but when he's out on his own, I'm like, mm-mm. It's been over 15 years and no no children. That's a bad sign for a soap character. Yeah, especially with the amount of women he's been paired with. Um, yeah, just, yeah, Brief can go, but he won't because Ken Corday thinks Josh Taylor and Galen Gehring are the end-all be-all for the men on the show. Look, if you play golf with him, you're good. You're solid. You've got a job for And I think if you're almost rid of him, they fired Galen, then they rehired him when COVID happened. Yeah, I, I think it's just like the whole Josh Taylor thing, that man been on there for 25 years. That's woman Brady. That character doesn't even have the same standing anymore. So bringing back Brady North would, would mean nothing. What? Especially Where did after I that say, Alex, especially after did that I say Alex bullshit. Say that. I just said that if you play golf with Ken, you have a job security. I didn't say... No, it's just one of the things where he just... I don't know why he acts like Rafe is as, as important as Steve and Bo and Patch and John. He's not. I don't get it either. He, he's not. All of those men are part of iconic super couples. Rafe isn't. And they better not be trying to pass Jada off on him neither. Mm-hmm. Thank God that... um like, I love that scene one time where Christian Alfonso, Hope said, you're not Bo. Um, <laughs> and I loved that. Oh, it was so good. Um, because I will say that during the whole Hope and Rafe pairing, I think Ron Calabardi definitely made them interesting because 
he was like, well, you know, why can't there be conflict after everything Hope's been through with men, as opposed to Dina Higley, who was trying to write them end all be all cops who support each other. And it's like, Hope is 50 years old. And so is Rafe. It's like, they're not going to be like that after everything they've been through. Um, I loved how Ron wrote them in the beginning. But since Hope left and since Ron broke up that pairing, rightfully so, mm -hmm. there's been no point to Rafe at all. Nope, you say you go. Sammy's not on the show. Kate's with Roman. There's no point. And I don't want him with Sloan. God, no. But I will say, Tiggs, you're right that if he is going to stick around, then that's kind of the only person he should be with. Yeah, uh, nobody else makes sense. Yeah, nobody else. Chaz, what about you? Who comes in at number five on your list? Well, oh. I, I typically I typically don't try to hunt for my persons of color on the soaps. However, this character it has never done it for me. I never understood their points. The character of Elena Dawson on The Young and the Restless. <laughs> I don't get it. All she exists to do... I'm so sorry, but all she exists to do is nag Nate. Oh, Nate, don't do that. Oh, please, Nate, this is the worst idea. Oh, no, I don't want to have sex like that, Nate. That hurts. No, I'm so sick of it. I cannot take this character. I never understood her point nor her purpose. All she do is crawl up in them scrubs and eat ice cream on the couch and nag Nate. It's no point anymore. Like, she... Yeah, so every known, first. yeah at first, I was like, okay, she's going to be yeah, great. Yeah. It's going to be good. But as somewhere but along she was the line... Divine. Yeah, as somewhere along the line, the chemistry was lost, and I just don't care. I there's no point. She could die tomorrow in a car accident, and I would not care. That's how I feel. Like no, the 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 what began for me was when she got pissed off at Devon for paying her medical uh, med school bills. I said, Oh, oh that just like I was like, what the hell is wrong? This does the same thing with that damn purse they did on that show. Mm -hmm. Why did you buy me a purse if you don't shut the hell up and take that purse? You don't want purse? Sell the purse back and get sell the, the purse. Money. Yeah. Yeah, this list is stupid. That's how Victoria is getting the name because it's like, and and it's and Elena doesn't realize, but ever since Nate gave up medicine, mainly because of her, because he got into that part with Devon, and Devon fucked his hand up. Mm -hmm. She hasn't supported anything he's wanted to do. Well, it's like Elena, what do you want? Okay, he he's trying to get the family back together. You're not supporting that. He 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 uh, admitted what he did wrong and got fired from Chancellor. You're not supporting that. He's working at Newman now. You're not supporting that. Well, what the fuck you gonna support? Him going back to medicine and, and being uh, uh, Harry Weston from Empty Nest? Is that what the fuck you want? He don't want yeah. that shit no more. And yeah, I, it's just, like, if I can't be a surgeon. I don't want to do it no more. Well, the thing, and the thing, the one thing I will say, one thing I will say about Nate is somebody been listening to our podcast because it, it, the character was wrong from when he started, but he is now starting to act like his father, which I appreciate. Because Nate is not Nate was Nate Senior was a hoe and he started to be one too, which I appreciate. But um, Elena, no baby, I'm so sorry. I like I said, if they had a serial killer come into Genoa City, she could be the first person to go, and I would not care. I don't think that character has any impact, and we are not gonna miss her when she's gone. That's all. No, I'm she yeah, she yeah. like she she's not yeah. supportive at all. And even if she was still with Devon, she'll be nagging Devon right now. Mm -hmm. You have to forgive Lily. 
<laughs> get on somewhere. It's she doesn't sad. have any bite. It's sad when when like I w- when I was on Twitter and I was like, oh man, this is like like I like the I like the pairing of Victoria and um, Nate, but it's not as messy as Abby and Devon. And somebody had to remind me that he was still with Elena. I was like, wait a minute, I forgot all about that character. So. If they're either they write her as completely batshit crazy when she finds out all the stuff, you know, Nate been sleeping with Victoria, or you write her off. There's no point at this to keep it to me, this character, she has been pointless since she was introduced. She started out good and then it was like it felt like a, a wet firecracker. Uh, it just was like, oh, that was a dud. Sorry, let's start mm-hmm. over. And it's cool because Britney Starfy can do it, like make her bitchy, mm-hmm. make her crazy. Yeah, she need to do something because whatever she's doing right now, or there was well, not, I can't even blame her. It's just the writing for her has been abysmal. Um, and I just don't know what's going on with this character. It's just I don't think that she's needed and she hasn't made any impact. All she do is sit on that couch and fuss and complain to Nate all day, and don't nobody want to see that. Like when she went to Boston for that job interview, baby, she could have stayed gone. Shit. <laughs> I fell in love with somebody on the bike and we move into Italy. All right, bye, okay. baby. We'll ship you your the stuff. Same thing that Heather did, goddammit. I fell in love with somebody. He got some good, good dang, 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 dang. <laughs> um, That's my number five. Good pick, Chaz. Uh, Angel, what is your number four? My number four is from Guiding Light. And of course, it's from my 1997 rewatch that I've been harping about on twitter um unfortunately this character has been on for five years she would be on for five years um but at this point when i'm watching she's on more like maybe like two or three years abigail bloom rick's ex-wife yeah that character dust like when she got the cold ear implant, <laughs> I remember watching that and I was like go abby you got this you got this and they dropped the ball so hard on that storyline it pisses me off still pisses me off to this day because you have a character who is hard of hearing a character like that character you don't get characters like that on daytime like that she was probably the first maybe the last character who was hard of hearing and you give her 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 you give her her um hearing back and then you just drop the ball and you're like oh yeah i'm gonna go and um i'm gonna go and be a lecturer and i'm gonna leave rick and that's it and I'm Rick so has been, Rick has not been viable <laughs> since that character. You're just gonna forget the, about Devon's three-year-long malaria plot. <laughs> and then the whole um, and then like e- even like at the beginning of her storyline, she was she was uh, Amish, so um, she was with Reva most of the time. Most of the time that was spent with Reva. It was Abby and Reva. Abby and Reva had this really good friendship, and then of course we go and set into motion like that she wants to be with rick but then stuff happens and she can't be with rick and she's pissed at rick because of those damn twins and with blake you remember the twins one of the, the twins one one of them was ross's and one of them was blake yeah. the, the, both of them were ross's oh guiding light <laughs> that's why she wasn't so at this point when i'm watching she doesn't want to be with rick but they're slowly making their way back to each other but I just know how it's going to end, and I and they did her so dirty. And mm. Mm. I've been enjoying your tweets once in a while about your guiding light rewatch. <laughs> oh, I'm at the trial. I'm at the end of the trial. 
Ooh, good place to be. Yes. So, with that being said, Alan, who do you have at number one? Another guiding light pick, Remy. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Wait. She was on for like, what, seven years? Three <laughs> actors? And the only story people remember her for is Ava's Black Baby. That's it. That's what, what he's remembered for. It was, it was hilarious, but that's his legacy. And then Lauren St. Victor played him at the end there. Yeah. All with, they had uh, Lawrence doing was Carla Mosley. All they had Lawrence doing was promotion for P Pack. That's it. <laughs> it's like, hey, P Pack. Poor Lawrence. He, he gets his short end of the stick out every time it's on a soap. Gunny Light and Bowl are beautiful. Oh, yeah, because, you know, B&B. Oh, God. I hope he got to the dressing yeah. room now, at least since he arrived. To give him something. You know he don't have nothing there. Look, they're like, you can use the folding chair here for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, y'all know what he got? He got, remember on Full House where, before Joey had that room in the basement? And he had that little kind of whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> That's what the hell Lauren St. Victor got. <laughs> Look, even uh, Roseanne Connor had a better office than he did. <laughs> she was a assistant <laughs> too, right? That you mean when she, you mean when she wrote that book? Of the- <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh Lord, Alan, good pick. <laughs> Um, Tiggs, what about you? Who's coming in at number four on your list, my dear? My number four is Ray Rosales. Ah! Four years wasted. Y'all couldn't give Michelle Morgan a raise, but you motherfuckers could afford any winning bet Jordy Willis do so. Kiss my ass. Arturo did not need a whole fucking thing. And then then you wasted my queen Sharon on that motherfucker. Like, Ray added nothing. All he was was a punk ass that was kissing Nick's ass because he was intimidated by him and was trying to be Sharon's daddy all the motherfucking time. Oh, and Lola's too. He added nothing to that show. That's why he's been dead for damn near a year and the impact has not been felt by anybody. The only motherfucker that was truly mad was fucking uh, Chelsea. Sharon just went back to making her folders and she been alright. She had that good cry and that was it. I loved when out of the blue one day, like four months after Ray passed, Tracy just comes up in the coffee house and goes, Sharon, how have you been doing? And Sharon's like, oh, I've been doing good. She's like, no, since Ray died. It's like Sharon had forgotten all about being a widow. But yeah, just, I think Ray did have potential. Like, I think... Because he and Nick had become so, like, best friends that if Sharon had had an affair with Nick and, like, Ray would have walked in on them after months and months, that would have been good television. That would have been good. But, no, we get we we get him Maureen Bowen, but without all that. <laughs> yeah. Maureen Thank you, Bowen Ashley Black, I guess. Yeah. Oh, good pick. Troy. Well, coming in at number four for me is an actress I did love in this role. And it's a character, once again, that I think with just a little extra push, she could have been there. Um, and that is 
somebody from Days of Our Lives who appeared from 2008 to 2012 and then was brought back from 2014 to 2016, and that is Melanie Jonas. I think with just a little bit of tweaking, this character could have really meant something to the canvas more than just being hot in the ass uh, for Brady, for uh, Nathan, um, for literally any man that ever winked at her. Um, I liked that they made her Carly's child, and I said Carly, not the other person who's her parent. Um, And I liked her um, relationship with Maggie. But besides that, looking back on almost 60 years of Days of Our Lives, Melanie Jonas is just such a small blip. She really doesn't matter to the direction of the show, regardless of being Carly's child. It's like, and again, I love Molly Burnett, but I'm trying to think, what is a memorable moment with Melanie Jonas that really stuck out during her time on the show? Not a goddamn Cheerios. Ah, shut up, Angel. Because <laughs> even when she came back, yeah. like, the 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 magic with her and Brady was gone. Yeah, well, they would have went with her and Brady the first time around. Okay, but they tried to do it that second time, and the moment had passed. Yeah, but again, love Molly Burnett down. I think she is a great actress. Um, I think she would make a fantastic Abby on The Young and the Restless. Um, oh, that's a good pick. Yeah. Or even, you know, I would even take her as Tara. Um, but yeah, I just, Melanie. Don't, don't you mention that girl name back on that damn show. <laughs> Let us stay gone in prison. Yeah. I just need no. Summer and Kyle to. I, 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 I'm going to say, I'm, I'm sorry, Chaz, but she's needed. Like, she's that baby's biological mother. As a recast, she, though? Yeah, I misunderstood. I thought she was going to ask for the original. I'm like, no, please don't oh, bring that no, girl back. No, we, no, we, it's we, a... we want a soap vet around that age. Now, too. how did you think I was asking for that actress back when I specifically Todd, I, said, I'm looking at a different, I'm looking at something on the TV. I'm sorry, go ahead. When it's like, child, we, we, we do not need somebody to read us back our Starbucks for it. We need an actor. Look, Chas said, honey, I'm on a recurring status. I'm in my dressing room until you come to me. Um, <laughs> like, it pretty much came by numbers, but it's like, we need Tara to be a menace, just like Diane was for Patty and Jack. That's what yeah. we need. She needs to be baby Diane. Without a doubt. Uh, but yeah, so that's my number four is Melanie Jonas. Um. Chaz, what about you? We're calling you to the sound stage. Who is your number four? Okay, number four goes back to Young Arrestus, the character of Kane Ashby. <laughs> I do. This was a character that should have gotten a six-month arc and been gone once he was found out that he was a scam. He took six months and turned it into years of uselessness. I hated this character. I did not give a hot damn when they tried to bring his whole damn family on. Then he was a twin. Oh my God. How much worse can it get? I, I couldn't take it. Him and his whispering all the damn time. Let it go. This was this was a non-important character. He wasn't no kin to nobody. He was a damn con artist that stayed too damn long. I don't even care about them little nappy-headed children he had with uh, uh, Lily. 
going somewhere i don't i never liked this character it's just like why are you here why are you on my screen i he didn't give any memorable storyline i'm like oh this is really good no it just was like why is he here it's i i don't understand why they had went as long as they did with this character his 15 minutes got extended way too long and the fact that jill of all people consider him a son more than her own damn son that pissed me off too (laughs) It was just weird because I was just like, that's not your, he ain't your kid. You don't know that man. More than both of her sons. Because I forgot about Philip. Wow. After the truth was revealed and Philip really did show up back from the dead and said, I was a fag, Nina. That's why I left. (laughs) You know, after like that, the way you should have said that. I was a fag, Nina. I was a fag. (laughs) What is that? What is that? I love eating ass, Nina. I love it. (laughs) I have to go now. My planet needs me. Thomas oh, told me to tell to y'all leave me alone. He was doing Lord's work back in 1985, but you know, mm-hmm. when he came back, he was a little stiff. But like, how can a he, little stiff? He was always stiff. But how <laughs> can you um, possibly forgive somebody for that? Because what King did when the truth was revealed, alt- he altered a blood test, and it caused Catherine to have a stroke. So yep. I never understood how Jill was able to forgive him for that. I'm like, you almost killed Catherine Chancellor. How he all of a sudden, there's only two times I ever liked Kane. One was when he was with Victoria. I thought he was yep. a much stronger pairing when he was with Victoria over Lily. And two was uh, when Lily basically called his baby stupid. <laughs> that he had with Juliet. <laughs> and that was, those were the only two times. Besides that, we did not need 11 years of that character. Oh, Jesus, he was on there forever. I He's just, I didn't, I couldn't take, I'm glad he was getting written off. But that section when they had brought in his mama and then his daddy oh, and then, then, then his oh, sister. I did not care. I'm like, why we got a whole family around this character that should have never been as long as on as long as he has? I, I I I didn't. This was after they were supposed to kill him off. That was like, directly right. after they were supposed to kill him off. Yes. Right, right. I'm, I was a twin. This is my brother. I don't care. Please die. This is, die. this is my brother. Where's my sister? Where's my sister? I, I'm this like, oh my god, god, let it go. This is like, one of those uh, few times on the podcast where you will also have me say that I also did not like that actor. Um, so I'm just gonna no. Um. Just Lily, Lily, what are you, Lily, what are you, what would you like me to do, Lily? Can, can I go over here, Lily? Stop fucking whispering and learn okay. how to speak with your man voice. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so sick of that. I'm so man. sick of that. Say it with your chest and stop whispering every single line you talk okay. to. I'm like, bro. Sorry. Lily, Lily, I did it for you and the babies. Girl, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Act the ass. On this, this, I'm so sorry, Lily. I'm so shut up, whispering ass. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, Rodrigo, what about you, my dear? Who comes in at number four on your list? Uh, number four for me is also from The Young and the Restless. And that's Kev, Kevin Fisher. Oh, um, no, oh, Kevin. <laughs> not uh, Kevin. Sorry, I'm sorry. Gregory Clark. 
No, Greg Rickard told me to tell you that he's having more fun in Days of Our Lives. He ain't mm-hmm. doing shit. Mm-hmm. So, but when he came on, he was on fire. Like, he gave well, well, he was clearly on fire. I will piggyback that. Ch- yeah, he was on fire. He gave Lily that fire. We know about that. We gave Lily that fire. If you know- Disco Inferno, baby. Burn that mother down. Anyway. Burn, but yes, what he did start on the show, yes, Greg Rickards. Oh, he was one of the best young finds on daytime. He set that show on fire. That's one of the last great storylines that was done by the old guard at the England Wrestlers, John F. Smith and Kay Alden. And Maria Arena Bell comes in. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I know with, where you're going with this. With oh. her. Mm-hmm. No talent. I'm sorry. Ooh. Ooh. All um, right. Butchering ass. Oh, oh. And wants to make Kevin into chipmunks. Oh, Jesus. Stop. <laughs> oh, God. Rescue Rangers. That's how I knew they were playing this man's face. you going to do Greg Rickard, who won three Emmys by that time. Or two or three Emmys by the time that chickmunk shit comes in. All those and you gonna do chickmunk shit with him? <laughs> it was so bad. So bad. All type of dumb capers. And that's all. I was like, Greg Rick, whoever you had at Sony to get you that job at Days, that's why I came for you at Days of Our Lives. But that's why I came. Yes, as much as y'all hate the shit that Leo does at Days. It is hundred mm-hmm. percent better than what they have done to the character of Kevin Fisher for the last twelve to thirteen years, I would say. No, fourteen years because Maria came in there and just butchered that character. You never recognize him anymore. And the impact he did he did make, Chaz, I agree, in the beginning of his story. But then who he set on fire in the in the in the in the he ice? Colleen. 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 Yeah. And he the whole thing with Kevin, with Lily and all that, and when Gloria, and that's when Michael came, you know, you tied him to Michael Baldwin as his little brother. That was some terrible good shit. Tom. Tom terrible Tom comes comes into town. You tie that into, you know, with Sheila when Sheila was back on the yep. show back then. And then you know, you gave him some siblings and all that shit, and and then Kevin just wasn't a factor anymore. And then you put him with Chloe, like you. Oh, that was uh, a mistake. They were supposed to be like they have, like, they got like ten kids already, and like it just wasn't the same anymore. And and that's like, I, thank God, Greg Rickard is like, okay, I got an in at Sony. At days, they're gonna give me another job. I can be myself, and you know what I mean, and just go balls to the wall like they used to do me on this show when I first started. And that's why I choose Kevin. Kevin just has not made he was such a great character. And I, you know, some of the people I have on my list are people I enjoyed, I loved from the mm-hmm. beginning. It just fell by the wayside. So oh, yeah, he, number four he, is Kevin Fisher. And I'm sorry. I'm going to have him back in there's no point for him. Leo, Leo is broke. There's no point fish. for Kevin no more. There's no point no, for Kevin. ain't no point for Leo neither, because Leo is gross and offensive, and this is coming but from Greg, Greg, if you know somebody at GA, call Frank. <laughs> somebody over there, because 
Or go to bold or something. I don't know. Mm-mm, don't put that man at bold. Don't put him at bold. <laughs> nope. No, no, you know, no, he could be a recast Lucas on GH. I was gonna say love interest for Lucas, but yeah, oh, I was just thinking maybe, maybe, well, if he goes to bold, I was thinking maybe he could be Rick. Or just bring Kevin over there. I don't know. Yeah, that could work too. Kevin's in the um... he cannot play straight as well. I cannot play pussy. See, that's the thing. Bold needs like something, like somebody gay over there. Like, have him break up with Chloe and go and be, I don't know, go do any of that stuff for Forrester or some shit. Why can't he go to D&B as Brooke's new assistant? You know, what if Brooke decided to give her chemistry another shot, opened up her own business, um, and he becomes her assistant and then give him a gay love interest? And because, you know, that's how you actually write a fashion soap opera, Brad. You have people. Well, you know, Brad Bell doesn't acknowledge Taggart's existence. Damn. He doesn't. He doesn't believe he doesn't. he exists. No, he doesn't. We. I'm a fact. Us homos don't exist to him. So we apologize oh, to our right, listeners yeah. who, who we apologize <laughs> to our listeners who are offended by that word. Well, 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 yes, on this very Republican podcast. I'm just <laughs> saying. I'm just yes, saying. I, I am the. What, what is saying. her name? What is that girl's name from The View? The Republican who used to be oh, on there. Girl, oh, I don't know. Not. I don't pay no attention to them. Casey it's knows. 85 the one who used to wear her hair like Rainbow Bright. Not Megan. Oh. Yes, Megan McCain. McCain. Oh, yes, I am the Megan McCain of this podcast. You said she wore hair like Rainbow Bright. You went way back with Rainbow Bright. Rainbow Bright. Lord. I'm everyone. <laughs> um, All right. Happy International Women's Day. <laughs> um, but anyway, let, let's move on. God, okay. Um, well, I was going to go back to Angel, but to continue this young and restless theme, I'll name my number three real quick. Because now my number three is also from the Young and the Restless. It's specifically the Soras adult version of this character, which has existed on and off since 2011, and that is Nate Hastings. Um, mm. Nate, hasn't, Nate hasn't meant anything to the show as an adult. In fact, I would argue that Nate meant more to the show when he was a kid in the whole um, Nate Sr. Olivia mess and Neil and Drusilla. But since he's returned, He's had stories, don't get me wrong, but they've been stories with such weak writing that they don't mean anything. He's been Victor's doctor that Victor would always say, Nate, my boy. Lovely. Um, He's (laughs) bounced back and forth between Elena and his doctor career. Then he became an Insta co-CEO and then a COO. And then he wanted to be a music producer with Devon. Oh, shit. Ooh, yeah, he did do that. To be with Audra, but not really. Then he wanted to be with Amani, but not really. The only interesting thing he's ever done is what he did three weeks ago, which was make out with Victoria in her office. Besides that, the adult version of Nate Hastings has not mattered to the show one bit. He is totally not doing anything, in my opinion, that shows that he is worthy of continuing the legacy of Olivia at all. 
And the fact that Olivia hasn't even shared scenes with him, ever. The last time they shared scenes was when the character was played by Walter Pontelroy in 2011. Mm-hmm. Where's wow. Olivia? I was about to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I would, give, back briefly. I would give Tanya first refusal, but it's time to move on if she does not want to do this show anymore. Olivia needs to be there. There are plenty of amazing actresses who are in their 50s who can play the role of Olivia. I assure you. But how again, are they getting Mamie Amelia on Amelia Marshall. How, how are they getting Mamie on here? Because I don't know. Because if you're not going to bring back Drew or Devon and Lily and Nate right now is hot as fish motherfucking grease right now. <laughs> you, you don't have at least a Mamie on there. You, you, you said Ron Guerrero was coming back. Right? 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 Well, well, I don't want her to be coming there. Back Maybe only gonna be there for a couple of episodes to tell them to hush up now and make up. We need long term. We but need a story. No, we I agree. Malcolm, we need Olivia. We need Mae. Mm-hmm. There, there's the, there is the center of the Winters clan that is missing, and it cannot be Devon. It cannot be Lily. It's got to be one of the OGs from when they were hot. To be honest. Well, yeah, with it you. needs to be. It needs <clears> to be a grown up. Yeah, it has it's to be Olivia. Like, I'll even take Malcolm up. at this point. Oh yeah, I would take a recast. Mm-hmm. Malcolm. A recast Malcolm. Mm-hmm. A good recast. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Be, be specific. Do we not be bring Darius motherfucking McCrary back on this Thank fucking you. show. Thank Please you. Please do what not. What are you talking no. about, Miss Phyllis? No. Oh Jesus! No, I hated that. No, I like you so much. I really like you, Sophia. Mm-hmm. No, because you have to bring out back. No, you got to bring <laughs> back the characters that actually were in Nate's orbit back in those days. Mm-hmm. So, yes. Mamie or Olivia or Mama, Olivia. Devon needs to be reminded. Who were you before Nate? Nate knew all these people years before you came into play, and the fact that you sat there to say in his face. You hardly knew Neil. Was such a slap to history. Was such a slap. It's the fiftieth. I would have clocked him right there, there when he said that shit. There was no clock back. As you, he, Nate couldn't have said you little stray. Dog. Well, real quick, you know, <laughs> that's what I'll say about something. Like real quick, I'll just say because you know this isn't one of our hot topics podcasts, but the script writing on YNR needs to get better. Because mm-hmm. there have been a lot of questionable moments lately that are not Josh Griffith's. Yes, look, the stories are shit. We get it, whatever. We gab about it every week. But the scripts need to stop being this week because there is no way a script writer should have looked at that and said, oh, yeah, I'm going to write, knowing the history of this show, that Devon's going to say, Nate. You barely knew Neil. And yes, that was probably in the breakdown. But then as the script writer, you need to have Nate hit back and say, well, you're wrong about that or something. Because same how Billy had this two-page monologue about what a shit mother Jill was. I said, I said to myself, I said, Billy, you're 50 years old almost. Jill hasn't been a shit mother to you in a very long time and she fought for you as a child which you now know yes there was the whole Kane era 
era, but besides the Kane era, Jill has not been a ship mother to Billy. It's like the writing on The Young and the Restless, it's not just the story right now, it's translating to the scripts. And I don't know if the scripts write the script writers are so frustrated with the direction of the show that they're just giving up, but there is no excuse for writing in there, Devon saying to Nate that you never knew Neil. All they had to say was come back was like, sir, when I was when I was ba- Neil was babysitting my ass, you were sitting in a group home somewhere. Like, exactly. Giving up by that's, 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 that's all he had to do. Because it's all disrespectful. It's ultimately, in my opinion, it's ultimately disrespectful to Christoph St. John's memory on that show. Mm-hmm. It's like the script writers need to catch themselves a little bit. More. And I, because, yeah, because even, even with the scenes out. from last week, even Lily pointed out, why do you act like you were the only person who gave a fuck about that? That new Neil. You ain't let up like, I'm going to let that motherfucker remind, let, let it be known. That's my father. He raised me from the day I was born until now. Your ass was sitting in town somewhere at the group home trying to play Jenga. Shut the hell That's up. That's why and I say you are nothing but a fucking stray that Neil and Drew found on the streets when they were 15. Mm-hmm. Right. And well, so you and I, I got and 15 whole years over shit. your ass. And then you want to talk all this shit about how you love Neil. You wasn't thinking about Neil when you was fucking your play Auntie Tyra behind his back. And or Hillary. You thinking about or that. Hillary. Or Hillary. You need to remind him of that too. You didn't have a squeaky clean history with Neil. Look the fighting you two did over women. Like, point that and out. That's why, I hate, that's why I've always hated Von. He's so fucking self-righteous. He looks down his nose at everybody. You still want to act like you so how many after what you just did to um, Amanda, who you cheated on twice? He forgot where he came from. Your dirty line. What, my, what my mom will always say, he forgot where he came from. That's what I'm saying. Is I think that the writers forgot who this character is because he didn't shift until after Drusilla passed um, he was he had bite, he was interesting. We wanted to. I love this character when he was first introduced. Now I'm just like, if you don't get somewhere and sit out because he's on my nerve of like, bro, you can go off scene with Adam because not uh, not Adam, Billy, because I just don't like the character anymore. And I would say Devon was a great character during the whole Hillary relationship. I mean, Havon was. Yeah, I'll, that's because Hillary was wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you it, it was like fire and ice, right? So they they made same thing with Drusilla and Neil. Like Neil wasn't that great of a character until they paired him with Drusilla. Then it was like gangbusters, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like absolutely, I I get what they're saying, but it's just like somewhere yeah. they went wrong with Devon, and they gotta fix him because I don't like this character. But anyway, we ain't talking about that, but. I just I, I totally under, understand what you're saying with Nate, um, because I've said it on previous podcasts where I'm like, oh, yes, what are they doing with Nate? Like his father was, you know, they've they've gotten better like over the last month or two. They're starting. I'm starting to see him come alive. I think it may be the pairings. But overall, when he was first introduced, I was just like, oh, God, this is not who I was expecting him to be. You know, it's just he's not really a goody two shoes, but he's not squeaky clean either. He's like somewhere in the middle of the road. And I'm just like, either you're going to go there with him or you're not. But the middle of the road never works for this character. So if you're going to be a hoe, let him be a full-fledged hoe. And I love not care about it. I yeah, and let him not care. 
Let I Black love him being on hold with Victoria. That's the shit I want to see. That's yeah. If you go go there, go there full fledged. Don't Please. nobody give a damn. Give me more of that. Sean Dominic is coming alive with a million scenes, and he's like a new man born because they're finally giving him some shit that he can finally sink his teeth into, and he's mm -hmm. playing something juicy. Like this is what I'm like. This is what. His father would have been doing empty ways. So right. I let him just go with it. And like it's a good sign. I like I like where this is going. Now I care about the Nate character. Now I care about what he's doing right now. Because right. he's being with fire with Victoria Newman. And I'm in a million highlands, she got that bumping curl, and now she's like a new woman. Serious, <laughs> <laughs> my girl is back. He is. He is a new woman on that set. She said, "Yes, baby, give me this yes. beautiful chalk brother on the set, and let let me do what I do. And I'm gonna teach him a few things." And like, shout Dominic, he is he is responding. He is. This is her best right pairing that she's had yes. in a long time, mm -hmm. and I'm like, y'all yep. keep this, keep this. If you didn't woke up, who knew it was gonna mess. be frigid ass Victoria? To yes, I love the mess of it all. I love how Victoria is just letting Nate know. Like, why are you even with this girl? Why are you even with Elena in the first way? I mean, she's like, like I'll take your man. I'll dude. take you. This, like, I just love the the dialogue. That's the thing I love about the pair. That dialogue between those two is a little raunchy, but not really. It goes there, but it's this is the yeah, first time I've ever liked Amelia Hiley's Victoria since she's been on the show. I'm not going to lie. I've never That's because she's for her being version. written like she's supposed to be. This reminds me mm -hmm. of when she stole Ryan from Nate. Yep. Yes. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Victoria did not give a damn. She said <laughs> she, she was she was, she was going man. with her mama. She was she doing was the same queen thing with her mama. Man. She was queen. I'll take your man. She's doing it right now. When, when Nikki was sniffing around Cole and she went down there and found out and threw that stuff right in Nikki's face, that was some riveting ass television. Um, but yeah, no. This is the only, the first time that I've actually cared for Amelia Heinley and Amelia Amelia Heinley in this role. So, this anyways, reminds me of when she first started too, because when she first came on, they still wrote Victoria like how Victoria was supposed to be written. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I didn't say all that now. Okay, Chaz. <laughs> well, you know, there's been times where I know you were tuned out of the show because you prefer to watch half a soap opera. Sometimes. Okay, well, let, let's be clear. Ooh. If you're gonna try to come with each co go down the right street, I was watching when she first came on the show, and I didn't like her dance. So come, oh. go, go back up. Next time, you better go down Isn't the right street. You time come okay, Morgan Fairchild. Bitch, uh, you sorry, tried that shit this, in 2020. Uh, fight. Uh, was this around the time when Cassie died when she came back? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, around about that area. Era. Was no, I no, I will admit, no, it's the same thing with Carly on GH. Back then, they wrote Laura Wright the way they wrote Tamara Brown. And then when Bob Guza left, that's when we got this last decade of fuck. Exactly. And it's kind of the same so when everybody left. No, the first few years, they did write her like Heather Thompson Victoria. It's just that Heather Thompson's always been a stronger actress. That's all that is. And then they just started writing to Amelia Hindley's strengths. And so this is really villain. Well, no, it wasn't that. The reason they changed the character is because Barbara Bloom specifically told them. Victoria needs to be a suburban mother, and I see myself in Phyllis, so you are also to make Phyllis no longer crazy or unhinged. You are to make her a businesswoman who cries all the time. And that's that so fucking stupid. Don't nobody give a stupid. fuck about yeah. what, you see, what you see yourself in, bitch. 
Nobody cares about you, Barbara. I like you, poor Charles. They were still writing Victoria as Victoria until everybody was fired. And by everybody, you know, Kay Alden, Sally Sussman, Jack Mm. Smith. Oh, those names. And then, you know, Lynn Marie came in, and then Maria Bell, and but I also but yeah, everybody and the rest right here on Young and Russell's Island. I did like Victoria under um oh Chuck Pratt a little bit. I felt she wasn't as bad to die. She was very Victoria there too. She was stealing a lot of men during Chuck Pratt's era because uh she stole Stitch at one point. Again, uh Kane, her little you know, feud with Kane, which was really hot. Um but yeah, besides that, this is the first time she's clicked in a while. Um, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, anyway, back to the point. Nate is my number three. Um, Angel, who's number three on your list? Oh, funny you should mention Nate because his uh, distant cousin is on my list. Uh, Justin <laughs> Barber from Bold and the Beautiful. <laughs> oh, shit. Three. I forgot about Justin. Yeah. They <laughs> are. They, ain't, that, ain't that the last time we saw Olivia because she can't do the wig? Mm-hmm. That's Liz yep. Olivia. She came to the wedding with uh, mm-hmm. Donna. But speaking of Donna, uh, that's like really the only thing that he's ever done, except for kidnap Thomas. He was all he is is just Which, yeah, like, no fallout from that. None whatsoever. None, well, none. well, he got fired, but he got he fired. Care. But and then we never seen him since. I don't think. But Mm-mm. I don't watch the show anymore. Um, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I think like, you, that, like, you, oh you God, with the like, rest of the damn podcast because nobody else on this show like that. Like, <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Like, uh, we're not even gonna get to when 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 one o'clock one o'clock Eastern one thirty Eastern time hit, and I was just like, I could watch Bold and Beautiful. I could also watch YouTube. <laughs> but uh, that's how much I don't care about that show anymore. Um, Except if it's classic B&B on YouTube. But anyway, honestly, I think that he should have been the one to go over to Young and the Restless and not Sally. I think I think that... I wouldn't have minded that. I wouldn't have minded that. If he was the head of that, he's a barber, but still, he would have been a Mm -hmm. strong voice in that family. I mean, he's the oldest... He's, you know, Olivia's age around there, I guess, I think. So he, they could have used him as that backbone of that family to get in their asses and whatnot. But, yeah, you're right. Justin is a non-factor on Bowling View. I mean, why wouldn't they play him in Donna anymore? Like, they keep putting Donna with that old, crusty man. Crusty. And, <laughs> and she, she, this, she had that fine black man. Our baby daddy, and then they got married in love and whatnot, and then they do you know Brad and his his breakup off screen specials. Mm-hmm. They, they just did no more anymore, and no explanation why they broke up. Nothing. Nothing. Like because huh? she still wants to be with my honey bear. No disrespect to John McCood. Don't come for me, y'all. I'm not. That's not. No, me. he just needs to be in a in an age appropriate romance. They could right. Like, they could have recast Margo Lindley. They could yes. Uh, they could have brought back Jackie. Like, they, I would have loved Colleen. You know, I would have loved Colleen Zank as Margo. Yeah, because like I said, yeah. hell, they could have even gotten Linda Dano as Margo. Ooh. Like, 
Mm, I don't mind that. Yeah, that's how old is Kim Zimmer? Because I, I feel like she don't you put Kim Zimmer off on that old son of a bitch. Kim Zimmer told me to tell you I'm not freezing my balls off next no goddamn Kim Zimmer would come in there and be like, Hello, I'm Margo. I love Kim Zimmer. I love shit. Sometimes I don't want her to be Margo. I just want her to be a character for Eric. But that's probably not. Mar- it's they could create a new character if they have to. Yeah, oh, Eric. Uh-huh. Eric. <laughs> she put that emphasis just like Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> All right, she better. She better have Frank on speed dial. That's her only hope. Frank, Frank, oh, <laughs> no, her. She could be a recast of Liz's mom. Ray there old. I said it. Like a decent boy comes to Port Charles or something. That's that's what's going on. Decent boy, yes. Oh, you know, no, I know who she could be. Goddamn, she could be motherfucking Olivia Drunk, and she could be Mason's boss. Okay, now that oh, I showed, I showed I would buy that. Tiggs, Tiggs. Better call Mark Cashner now. Call Mark. I want her to. I want that so bad. That would be amazing. Her and uh, Mara West. Her and Mara West. What's up, Her and Mara West. Oh, oh let, be, let the be games begin. Up. They are going to have to rebuild every single set. <laughs> this set is going to be munched. Hey, yes. look. Frank, Frank, has, Frank has squeezed those squeeze those coins and put the and save those dollars. It got to be a close set. It got to be a close set. Nobody allowed. because That two should be appointment television, though. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. hmm. Mixing Roger Ho up in there. Oh Lord, yes. yes. Ooh. Uh, but Angel, good pick. <laughs> yeah, bring uh, the bolt, bring in the young and the restless. Yes. Yes. Um, Chaz, what about you? Who is coming in at number three on your list? Uh, number three. Let me go. Hold on. Let me go look. Ah, yes, number three. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Actually, this is a good one. Number three, bold and beautiful Wyatt Spencer. Um, oh yeah! Oh yeah! Why no, are I'm... you? Why are you here, sir? You came <laughs> on. Why are you here? Like, what is the point of this character? He came on when you know, tra- and, and naked with with uh hope in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we thought, oh, this is gonna finally be somebody a way out for hope in this dreadful ass uh trio that they keep putting her in. And what happened? All he did. Was go oh, oh you you date her next okay I got next after you oh you date her next I got next after you oh okay it's just mm-hmm. ridiculous I've not cared for this person even when they had him away and with with the uh, um Sally and them I didn't care about him then it's just like this is a character that could go off to Forrester International never to be seen again and I would be okay with that um even when we think about where he's been on now he ain't really done anything on the show he since hasn't. Sally left. That's because they turned him into a, mm. a, a, a brunette version of Liam. Like when, yeah. when he came, he was the antithesis of Liam. He was supposed to, exactly. Yeah, he, he was, was supposed yeah. to be the exact he was baby Bill. He was yep. baby Bill. And then they just turned him, as soon as he started fucking with Staffy and hoping him, they just turned him into dark haired Liam. Yep. And when it's like, we don't need two of the same character. We already don't like Liam. So all we got to have a Wyatt. Bill didn't need another secret child. No. No. I hate when they give a soap character more than one secret child because I find that ridiculous. 
the, I think the only thing that was good that he brought on was the character of Quinn mm-hmm. because oh, that was oh. the only thing that he that that he was useful for. But when she, Quinn once Quinn was here, he Bob could have left. I wish they had made Wyatt again. Once again, another character started off good. I mean, I'll never forget Darren Buck's first scene in that shower. And Mm -hmm. uh, Oak just knew that penis was big. And I was like, "Mm." Blue Mountain State, yeah. Okay, this is nice. But they should have made, instead of him being Bill Spencer's son, I wish they had made him a Forrester. Like, they could have made him him Thorne's son. Yes, and like mm-hmm. that would have been much better than another. And you know what? Macy could have been his mother, and then you revealed that uh, Sally never pulled the plug on Macy's coma. Because remember, yes. that was the cliffhanger. We still don't know to this day if Macy is dead or not. And that was 20 years ago. So there you go. I would have made him Macy's child with thorns. I wouldn't mind Macy. Mm. No, they, no. I wouldn't let mind, me think. I wouldn't mind Bobby East being back for a short stint to let us know she's alive and get a good yeah, thorn. Six months. Yeah, get her a good thorn months, and yeah. then y'all bring her back, get her a thorn back together, and then they can go on two overseas singing and shit. Because you know, she can <laughs> come back with news that Sally is dead. Because look, Sally about 107 now. Um, so I get it. You know, they wanted to keep the character alive to keep Darlene Conley's memory alive, but now it's getting ridiculous. Yeah, um, she's still on a cruise somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> the <laughs> longest ass cruise. She's the on the cruise she's on a, she's on a sailboat. It's she's on the longboat. <laughs> Start in Hawaii and it's gonna go to Australia. But she's on, nah. board, she's on, vir- she's on, bo- she's on the new Virgin Voyager. She's on that new ship now. Sally ain't on that that new ship. It's a tugboat. You and Doug and Julian, thirty miles an hour. She's on the. She's on a submarine. (laughs) Not underneath (laughs) the water. She she waiting for Doug and Julian them and Salem to come join her, and they still doing this shit. They'll be like Sally. (laughs) (laughs) They on the cruise, but I wouldn't mind Bobby's coming back for a year. Wyatt, mm -mm. I'm sorry, baby, you can stay gone. Yeah, and take Flo and her mom, whoever else need to go because y'all can stay gone. Shauna and all of them, they can stay go. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We ain't got to bring them back. Yeah. Good pick, Chad. That was cute. Um, Thank you. <laughs> go out. <bad. laughs> <laughs> um, see, Chad, it's not always me and you being Megan McCain and Joy Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, we really do like each other in real life. We do, just I have- promise. We're not saying that. I promise. Right, you. right. We 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 actually do talk separately off of the podcast. So, but yeah, Chaz has given me much advice. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway. unsolicited. As well. <laughs> you know, you don't need to be doing that no more. That's what happens when you get past forty. Damn it, Chaz. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> Amelia Heinley can never come between us. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna say what I was gonna That's say. Kind of dirty. Oh, she's gonna come between you. Oh, <laughs> what you talking about up there? Ooh, that's a lot of hair. Anyway, but anyway, let's head over to Alan. 
Alan, who's your number three? Number three, I have Hank from Passions. Oh, oh, oh I forgot about him. <laughs> exactly. In my, in, my, in my fanfic, I had him with Gwen. Okay. But yeah, Hank was a nothing character. He was just hot and that's it. Precious the chimpanzee had more impact than Hank. Such a nothing character. Alan, he was. That was the most random pick, but it also made so much sense. Right. <laughs> it does. It really does. I gotta Google this one. I don't. That Sam's brother, he the one that fake shot shared and had her buried yeah. alive. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Is that the recast of like, wanting to partly from Chuck? Yeah. He's hot, but he was useless. Hot and useless, just how Alan likes them. <laughs> Uh, Rodrigo, who comes in at number three on your list, my dear? Oh, man, I can't stay away from Genoa City today. Uh, so my number three, again, from the end of the rest list, Chloe Mitchell. Ooh, ooh. Um, <laughs> again, a lot of people on my list, I used to love them in the beginning. When Chloe Mitchell came into town, she was this fashionista. And we're like, who is this girl? And why do we care? And they hit us with the hit with the with the oh, she she's little Kate Valentine. That's Esther's little daughter. And I was like, oh shit, that was that was that was good. That was good. And then her she had a pass with Billy in New York. And that's how you got uh Elizabeth Henderson and Billy Miller together that first time go around. With some good shit, those two, Chloe and Billy, they were that couple that they hated each other, and that like those two were like it was it was like this this like war the roses type relationship those two had in the beginning, and they started to like you know slowly kind of you know fall in love for real, but I liked that beginning aspect of it, and then oh Jesus, Delia. Um, Delia and I ninety four happened on old on Decatur Road. Delia, <laughs> no, they in Wisconsin. That's ninety four. Schuylkill Express. That's what's around. <laughs> you know, you know, she gonna, you know, they use her as a bumper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we should be laughing about the little girl. So okay, right. Um, no, I'm just I'm okay. sorry. Come on, Delia. RIP, Delia. Decade later, a decade later, we still talking about you, baby. Well, that I'm just talking about the downfall <laughs> of the Chloe character. So when that happened, and when the, I, this is why I hate when selves do, and how they portray women and grief. Especially for children, uh, and then there was a time. There was a, uh, you know, they just never used to be done. But there was a time, you know, it started with Elizabeth. I think around when Elizabeth lost Jake, and then, and then she went crazy, and then, uh, and then, then Chloe loses Delia, and then the character was never the same. She went real psychotic. And they just tried to blow people. Adam up in that little farm. Blowing people up, trying to kill Adam. And Adam, we saw the same problem. Yeah. Stealing, <laughs> she's, she's, she's stealing sperm to try to get pregnant again, to try to get a replacement baby and doing all type of crazy shit. It's, 
it was just, it was the fun Chloe. Like when Delia died, that's when the fun Chloe Mitchell went away. And we just had over eight years of grief and revenge and all type of bullshit. That's what killed me about a child. How she always talking shit about Adam trying to kill this man. You try to kill the girl. You ran him over. You 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 busted Chloe. You busted you busted Chelly to Chelsea to the white meat with that vibe with the now with the vibe with the lamp girl the shade you busted her head in. Was it her or was it Sherry? I can I don't remember. It was Sharon. She hit up. No, it was Chelsea. She hit Chelsea. No, it was Chelsea because uh, Chelsea was the one who hit Sharon upside the head with the coffee pot. But yeah, but she, it was Chelsea. Oh, see, I can't even keep it straight. But Chloe <laughs> just just got crazier and crazier. Now she's now she's just a talk to between Chelsea and now Sally, and just giving this real bad advice. <laughs> and just, how you doing, sister girlfriend? How you doing, girl? I'm just hey, like, giving your- advice. To a woman who's sleeping with a man that accidentally killed your daughter, but you're kicking about. Uh, girl, I don't know. The, the, the Chloe thing, and poor Elizabeth Henderson, between them assassinating her character, she had to go take a job at with Frank at GH. And oh. that was a damn disaster. That was and she terrible. had to go back to this dumb character. The Chloe again. I forgot about her being on G. Margot. I yeah, forgot. Oh, Margot, whatever her yeah, that lawyer girl that nobody that yeah, she yeah, was, that, no we all thought she was gonna screw Sonny and then it didn't happen, thank God. No, gets drunk and sleep on a couch for Maurice Bernard to have a moment. Yeah, she was just like Serena Baldwin. She would have been a good Serena. That's what we were saying, but that's mm-hmm. when that was during the Gene and Shelley out uh, uh sale we to her blue in the face. We need Serena Baldwin back. Or something, but yeah. Chloe and I don't Mitchell. give a fuck what Chris and Dan talk about. She did not give away the top portion trying to save no motherfucking whales. <laughs> what? <laughs> but like, no, Serena, did not, Serena did not piss away. That's, all that's not Serena. That's not fucking Serena whales. I knew from PC. I think the bullshit fix Chloe, shockingly, is remember like two years ago when Adam hired her to come work for him and how everybody, including myself, was wanting them to have hate sex so badly, I think that mm-hmm. could have really got... I thought that's what they were going to go all these years. I was I like, I was waiting for that moment for that to happen, and then nah, it didn't happen. But I'm just like, now nah, she's tied up with Kevin with 5,000 kids now, and I'm just like, Ugh. Let it go. Let's just let it go. I just, I just no impact on more. She barely got scenes with Esther, her own damn mama. It's just like, I, I just, what's the point? Well, Rodrigo, that's a pretty decent thing, even though I'm mad at you. Because I do mm-hmm. love my Chloe, but I get where you're coming from. Um, Tiggs, what about you? Number three on your list? This is for all my children. That raggedy, stank, punk, ass, useless Barbara Montgomery. I couldn't stand an old punk ass bitch, her and Travis snatching Bianca away from Erica. I couldn't stand that <laughs> yes. raggedy old punk ass, stank ass bitch. I want to, goddamn, I want to brook in Erica tag team that hoe. 
I could not motherfucking stand Barbara. Oh, funky stinking bitch. And maybe because it was because of Susie Pratt. Because I couldn't stand her ass to Claire on God like you. You was not, you was not Michelle's mama. Her no, you weren't. Maureen Reardon, God damn it. You tried to come sniffing your ass around a few years after Maureen died. Bitch, Maureen Reardon was Michelle's mama. Not your mm-hmm. stank ass, bitch. Take it to going. church, Tiggs. Take it to church. I didn't like that character either. Smash Bianca away from Eric because, bitch, you can handle kids with your barren ass. Oh, that's Eric. okay, Eric. That's okay. When Barbara came back in town, Eric gave her the one-two punch in the yes, face. She gave her the one-two. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> gave her the one-two. Gave her the one-two-five slap to the face. That's what she gave her. Stan Barbara's stinking ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Barbara was that. If ever there was someone that uh, Erica and Brooke could come together yes. and snatch bald was Barbara Montgomery because that, that whole... That they both had a reason to hate that hoe. Both of them, because oh, she was staying. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she was watching um... Yeah, Laura died because of that bitch. Laura died because of that bitch. Oh, you yeah. Attention. You weren't paying attention, Barbara. Barbara oh, paying so much stuff. Out to the street, yeah. Mm. Mm. Ugh. Good pick, Tiggs. <laughs> Uh, Angel, what about you? Who comes in at number two on your list? Okay, so to follow up with Alan's pick, I'm picking his niece, Jessica Bennett, on Passions. Oh, and we're going to go by actress. We're going to go by actress just so we can break this down because this is this is this is some shit right here. So under Mary Elizabeth Winsett, all she did was, I must, I must, I must increase my bus. And that was it. That was that was just the point of the character when she was on. Under my girl Jay Harlow, my friend, my girl Jay Harlow, she just showed up and showed out during the hell storyline, but she was just, she they, they didn't do anything with her. They did nothing, nothing, nothing with her. And I guess her and Reese were a couple, I guess, maybe. And then Danica Stewart. We're not gonna count the temp recast. That was under Jade. That was still under Jade with Danica Stewart. Bad acting, <laughs> first of all. And then she finally got a storyline where she was a sex worker and was buried alive part two because Sheridan was buried alive first. And then James E. Riley carried that storyline over from Days of Our Lives. And she, it barely made an impact. She made she got pregnant with um with her with um spite her her um pimp son and then named it Sam and that was it. And she barely made an impact, and that was it. Because Kay made more of an impact. Everybody on that show, even shoot, even even the monkey man, more impact than Jessica. And that that is a shame because she is a part of one of the major families on that show, and that mm, nothing, nothing with that character. And played by two actresses who have gone on to do so much better than what that character has done. That's my number two. Apparently, angels. Um, okay. Uh, Alan, what about you? Who is your number two? Number two, I have Trip, Days of Our Lives. Oh, <laughs> Aww, Trip. Oh, it's true, though. He, he just exists for other women to pick other men over him. They just don't, they just reject his dick. They have it like, this isn't for me. And that's, that's all his purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. He's always been um, a boring character, 
I mean, I think the actor's great. Um, I love the yeah. actor. But Lucas Adams is fabulous. But yeah, the character never really does anything. I mean, there have been, you know, stops along the way where I thought he showed more potential than the previous year. But yeah, the character just doesn't really do anything. And it's been six years. Well, he's had little breaks, but six oh, years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't given him anything to do. And it's like, he's a perfect, he's a clean slate. He's not related to anybody. The only people he can't fuck are Stephanie and Abigail, who's an Aramid right now, Owen Gwynn. But everybody else he can fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah. I mean, good pick, Alan. Chaz, what about you? Who's coming in at number two? Number two... I only cared about this character because I liked his mama, Chance, on The Young and the Restless. Um, he has been back. Well, he was originally had his original stint. Cared about him a little bit. Now he has been back for however many, a couple years now. And I, I just don't give a crap. I don't see the point in this character. Um, he is dull. And I don't care um, what's happening with him. Um, it, I don't know if this is the way they brought him back around the shroud of secrecy of what happened in Vegas. All the stuff that happened in Vegas. Then he went away. Then he came back. I'm like, I don't care, dude. Like, this is if his mama not there, why is he here? That's all I have. Oh, to why? Say. Well, mama is there. She's just over Zoom. No, she ain't. Yeah. I, I mean, if if they have more interaction, kind of the same thing with Nate. If you know, with Olivia's there, I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. But she's not, and the character is not strong enough to carry on so again he could die in a stalker story or, or a serial killer storyline i wouldn't care it's just not well, got our second victim i don't think he needs to be killed off because he's very important but it's like how is he important what is he doing because he's the child of philip chancellor and nina it's like of course he's i don't care son of catherine though but yeah no he's the he, only you want to act chancellor like on the show the and, and no and that's aside from the hated him being a cop because cops yeah, don't fare well on this show they, they need to, he needs to ditch that badge and he needs to have his ass in a suit over there with lily at the company that's what the fuck he needs to be doing i think he's a hugely important character in terms of the history of the show but like nate he was more well, okay, for me, I think Chance was more important, A, under Maria Bell, because Maria Yeah, Bell, yeah, I agree with you there. Um, And I think he was also important, like Nate, when he was a child, because we mm-hmm. have a huge two-year-long David Kimball plot, which was all about trying to get his inheritance from when yeah. he And so, I think, besides and that... He, uh... And he loved himself some Ryan, I think. I remember, if I remember correctly from a clip. Yep. Yeah, and so I think that in those two eras, he was very important to the show. But you are right, Chaz. Since it's been this iteration of Donnie Boaz and... um, Connor Floyd. Connor Floyd. And he just keeps getting younger, too. He's being de-sorassed with each passing recast, like Diane Jenkins. It's so weird, and there's no writing for him. I'm like, to me, the first thing I would have done is because we no longer see Kevin, I would have had Kevin on an assignment with Paul in Washington, D.C., and as soon as Abby and Chance would have broken up, I would have had Chance found solace in Chloe, and 
Chloe is very frustrated. She's like, you know, all I feel is that I'm just giving advice to people. And Kevin keeps going out of town on these assignments with Paul because you kill two birds with one stone. And then they have a drunken one night stand after slamming drinks in a CD bar. And they wake up next to each other the next morning. It's like, give him something else to do. There has to be. Well, that I would watch. Mm -hmm. I I would care that. There has to be for Philip Chancellor the fifth. Then that stupid slowful baby and Abby who frowns all the goddamn time. Well, then if you would have gone that route with him and Chloe, uh, Nina can't stand Chloe ass. So I, that I is yep. that would have been instant yeah. story right there. And then I would have long. I mean, my dream story for that baby was also for that baby to die of SIDS um, because I just first of all that her whole story was. There, the optics of that were not good. Chance never cared about that baby. And then that could have organically led to Abby sleeping with Devon. Don't get me wrong. I love how hot it was that Abby slept with Devon. But can you imagine? Chance feels a disconnect to Dominic. Can you imagine if that baby would have died of SIDS and Abby would have blamed Chance for that baby's death and then had gone into Devon? And then you could have explored more of Chance's PTSD. And then he could have slept with Chloe. There's just, I need more emotional, psychological storytelling on the young aggressors. Well, it'd be better than anything we have right now. But no, yeah, yeah. I, I just, Chance for me has just been a dud. I, 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 at least this iteration of it. I cared years ago. Now oh, I'm just yeah. like, okay. Now I'm just like, okay, he's here. Yeah, he's the on the screen. Yeah, was good on was good and i liked i like the whole story i actually would have preferred him to come back in that story well, Chaz, we know why i know why so i'm not telling you <laughs> <laughs> um, wait what i what did i miss something let's be glad yes. come back. Um, why didn't he come uh, y'all got to tell me off script off the tape or something because yeah, i don't know uh, warning um, let's, let's just say you would have wanted why in our camps that because oh there are select people who know, select people who don't. I'm not allowed. Okay, well, well, we'll talk later. Okay. All right, that's my number two. Yes, we'll do one of those things where we hate each other on the podcast and you call me later. Hey, girl. Um, <laughs> <laughs> funny. You're a funny character. You know I love um, mm-hmm. Right. Okay. All right. Last time, my number two. Okay. Um. Well, coming in at number two for me is somebody also from The Young and the Restless, and that is a character. We don't like nobody on this damn show. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> God, I'm so sorry, Wyandotte. I do love you, contrary to this podcast. Um, but yeah, this is a character who has existed since 2009. He's been an adult character since about 2013. And it's just somebody that's really never meshed for me. And that's Ben Baldwin, Michael and Lauren. Oh. Oh, right. Him. I forgot about him. I forgot about him. And he just came back. Yeah, this is a character that should have been given much more storyline. At first, they wanted to do him and Summer. And then, of course, he's gay now. But they kind of toyed with that under JFP. And then they wanted to do Kyle Finn and Summer. And then he was a bully and wanted that kid Jamie to commit suicide. And then he was emo. And 
now he's just gay. Um, he's one and they were supposed to do something with him and uh, Anna, but then never materialized. It was like kind of toying with him and Anna, which I think that would have been good. Can you imagine good. they did get him and Anna together and then he starts falling for a guy and they do like a gay affair? But that would have been far too edgy for the young and the restless. Oh no, CBS would have had the hammer down. Boom. Oh yeah, without a doubt. But yeah, I just feel as though, you know, and I like um the character of Finn. I do. And he's been played by two great adult actors, um, Max Eric and um, oh Lord Zach Tinker. That's but it. it's just the character in the long run doesn't matter. And I feel as though, for me, it's not a Michael and Lauren issue because I do like Michael and Lauren. But for me, it's an issue of they don't write anything for Michael and Lauren anymore and they haven't for the past decade. So why should I then care that you also give nothing to Finn? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, number two for me is Finn Baldwin. Just hasn't added anything to the show. Um. Speaking of Tiggs, Tiggs, who comes in at number two on your list, my dear? Hamilton Finn from General Hospital. That was oh, goddamn face. I'm so sick of him. Free Elizabeth. The only time I cared about the motherfucker was because of Hayden. If Hayden ain't coming back, he can take little Violet and get the fuck on. Well, if he does take little Violet, can we get a farewell speech from you? So well put so. Yeah, you're. I love, and I love Michael Eason, but this is uh, enough. This is ridiculous at this point. (laughs) It's 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 worn out. Like unless now, look, if they had the last chance for me, because I'm I'm a believer in last chance. If they wanted to do John McBain one more last time, I'd be all for it. But this Hamilton Finn character. Ain't it? it well, but didn't like, they allegedly put the kaput on uh, Todd Manning coming to town after Franco died? Didn't they allegedly 86? Yes. So, yeah, I don't think they would be game for John McVay. I mean, he still has to pass with Anna and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, not all tied to Todd. I mean, I mean, they, I mean ABC has these characters they could use, and it, it's so funny that. They fought to get these characters back, and then yeah, I don't even use any of these. Exactly, people. like they say that they don't care about daytime soaps, but they fought for a decade in a horrible, very public lawsuit to get these. Mm-hmm. And nothing is, and everything's kiboshed. Any every idea. Well, yeah. but but yeah. The thing, the thing about I, Hamilton, when he came on, he was. We thought, oh, it's just going to be the best character that Michael Lee's ever played because he's so quirky and he got the stupid lizard and everything like that. No, nope, he's just going right back to where he was before. I haven't been a fan of Finn since Rebecca Budding hasn't been there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him and, him, and, yeah, him and Hayden were yeah, amazing. I was, I they were good together. Fan. I was a huge Hayden fan. Um, I wanted them to come out of her alleged past of killing that kid because right didn't she like hit a kid with her car or something right and oh, yeah. the 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 guy was blackmailing her so yeah. oh. so i wanted that to was, get it. past that get married i was such a huge Finn and hayden fan um but i was also quite as it's kept i was also kind of a fan of silas and i don't think silas should have been killed off 
just going to be. Well, Silas got a whole other daughter on the show. Yep, and well, and Silas also has a twin out there, Stephen. Yeah, so uh, yeah. <laughs> Scott, that's right, Stephen Clay. <laughs> oh Lord! Um, all done for that that live episode that they needed a murder so bad. They need a murder mystery, so yeah. And then, Michael Easton. and then they bring back they bring Finn, which Finn started off. I mean, I ain't gonna. I like the story with Tracy with her worms in her head. I like that story. Like I thought that was worms in her head. Yeah, that's yeah, because she got a. From Tracy had a, a condition, which is actually a real condition, which the show did research. I mean, if you're General Hospital, at least you go research these medical stories. I was actually more. a fan of Tracy's exit story with the worms in her head and the uh, <laughs> overseas. The way that you said it, though. But no, I'm like, just sorry. I'm just thinking of lice. Like, like she had lice. That's how oh, she died. No, I don't no, understand. No, no, with her brain. Oh, in her brain. Her brain. Oh. Worms. Worms. Yeah. Long story. And Chad still still be like, okay. No, I was I brought that up because Michael Easton and Jane Elliott, as another actress that he had great rapport with, was I liked Finn and Tracy's relationship. Um, besides him and Rebecca no, but they didn't know what to do with this Finn character. The thing with Elizabeth was started off, to me, started off okay, and then it just veered way oh, off. Oh man! And it was not good at all. And this character, I don't know what else you're gonna do with Finn. Like he's has brings nothing. Michael Easton goes to work twice a week <laughs> on that <laughs> show, and like so twice a week, Finn is on. You're like, why are you here? Like it's like that Jocelyn meme. Oh, why is you here? Like I don't know why. <laughs> I know you are collecting a check. You were that's your boy. Frank is your boy. I get it. But like between him and Roger Howard, I'm just like, but Roger. I mean, no, nah, I wouldn't said about Roger until they put him back with more West. Yeah, and I was same. like, hey, yeah. all right, we we keep that going a little bit, but, but Michael Easton. Mm, Go. It is time to go. It's time to hang it up. If Fed, like Fed can leave tomorrow, and nobody would even care that he was not even on on the air no more. Like I'm sorry. And they gave him a brother and a father, and he still sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole family. Yeah, that daddy could and a mom. <laughs> well, no, that's not I mom. Well, no, but I stepmom, stepmom. I mean, he sucked. Yeah. Oh yeah, they don't even. Remember. Oh, Kim Delaney. That's that's wasted. Jason say, but Gregory Finn can go. I hope she's still not waiting for a call from Frank. Because why is why you got a better chance getting a call from NYPD Blue? Why isn't Jackie Templeton taking that job away from Alexis to be like, can a real reporter get in this? Because this is stupid. If she's willing to do a soap, I'm like, girl, there's this show where you can get streaming money now, and I would love it if Kim Delaney would pop up as Melissa Horton on Days of Our Lives. I would love that. Uh, that, That's another podcast. (laughs) Um, Because she can't go to Y&R because every time you open a trade about Y&R, they're broke. So she can really, I guess only Days of Our Lives can afford her now. Um, But anyway, uh, Rodrigo, who is your number two? This pick is 
Y'all might hate me for this one, but um, I only went with this pick because I, I feel like the actor that plays him is the most underrated actor in soaps who doesn't get his due, who doesn't get that talk when it comes to Emmy, but he's such a great actor, but they don't do his character justice. It's Dante Falconeri, General Hospital. Mm, um, I thought about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a that was a hard one for mm-hmm. me to pick because I love Dominic Zampagna. I think he's one of the most underrated actors that doesn't get that talk. He doesn't get the accolades that he deserves, and he puts in those performances when they have Dante, you know programmed and like you know all type of dumb shit that they throw his way but he plays it so well but when again when the character started when he came in as that undercover cop dominic and you know it was obvious that you know he was sonny's son but like when was the other shoe gonna drop like and then the fact that he didn't know that he was investigating his own father and to bring him down and you know, the whole, that big event when Sonny shot him and, you know, Olivia, as I mentioned earlier, Olivia comes in that you shot my son. That's where Dante should have hated Don, Sonny for life from there. Because if you shoot me, I don't give a fuck if you're my father or not. You shot me point blank in my chest <laughs> because I was, because oh, I was trying to do my job. And... The way they played Dante and Sonny throughout this, yeah, Dante has investigated Sonny, but he's looked the other way sometimes. And like, but at the same time, is trying to give Sonny a moral less, you know, a moral speech and all this stuff. I'm just like, why won't you just play that Dante does not like Sonny? Who cares if you never forgave him or not? Like, he could still play that beat of, like, the cop trying to bring his mobster father down that he doesn't even respect. And that's the beat that I feel the show neglected to play, and they dropped altogether and could have played this for years from that shooting. And it's just, it's not unfortunate that the show never gives Dominic something juicy to do as Dante anymore. I mean, they've resorted to now, I mean, Dante and Sam, I do, I think they're a vibe. I've said that, like, oh, they're a nice vibe, you know. They say cute shit, you know, whatnot. But I can't, I know it's a soap opera. But the fact that they share two brother, they share a brother and a sister, two sets. And um, it is kind of icky in that aspect. I'm just like, there was no one else they could have put. Dante, where you you know there's Sasha right there, the widow. She needs somebody, and uh, you know, I mean, I, there was so much you could do with this character that they've neglected to do, and I've hated that for years for the character. I've hated it for Dominic. Um, he's deserved so much better. He deserves to be the leading man on this show, in my opinion, and they have never given him that leading man caliber story. So, and he should have that impact. I wish he was not on my list, but he does not have the impact he was meant to have, in my opinion. Okay, Rodrigo, I see where you're coming from there. I mean, like you said, it's like, 
a hard option, but when you really start to get in the weeds of everything and examine somebody's impact, I mean, yeah, you come up and you find holes in the character um, where there shouldn't be any. So yeah, decent choice. Uh, Angel, why don't you lead us into number one, and then if you also have any honorable mentions. Hey, Tiggs. Mm. Are you ready to tag team with me with your number five? Sure. Rafe Hernandez, my number one. <laughs> I hate Rafe Hernandez. Me too. I cannot. I cannot deal with this character. He like, and I think the part that you that, that was missing was the whole Ava of it all too. Where uh, yes, and, and like my whole thing, like he, they played Ava. He played all in Ava's face. Mm. Man, that punk ass Nicole. Like, yeah, she was, deserved to get revenge on them motherfuckers. Yes. Like, I wish she would have killed him. Like, I honestly wish that she would have killed oh, yeah, him. She should have she shot the shit out of him the way, same way Donna shot the shit out of heart on God Yes! Yes! I remember that! Yes! 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 Where she was... Oh my gosh. Yes! Yes! But yes, Ray Fernandez, for everything that Tig said, the Ava of it all, like, why does he have a family? Like, the, the like, and he has no kids. Like, that's my number one. Oh, and also, I refer to him as Ralph Hernandez because of the whole social media thing that happened last week. So. <laughs> yeah. And then, Angel, any honorable mentions? Yes, I have Lynn from The Young and the Restless. Remember Lynn, who was yeah. trying to do fall? Oh, yes. Do <laughs> Lynn like that. Yes, no, because no, because they could have, they could have done that. They could have done so much more with that. Like, they they really could have, and and it was just a waste. And they could have done so much more with the whole Lynn of it all. Um, Mrs. Martinez, who is just basically not a character. Oh, now you just named. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Angel's like police officer number seven from. <laughs> Why well, Miss Hernandez? She's you know she get that house clean, make them biscuits. She get that house clean too, yeah. But 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 why do they keep mentioning her? Which is not even there. I will. Um, Jack was going then, with Kelly, and Kelly and he had dinner at the Abbott Manor, and he goes, "Oh, I hear Mrs. Martinez is making churros for dessert." That woman is not up in that mansion making no goddamn churros. <laughs> Okay, I got two more. I got Frank and Elaine Cooper on Guiding Light. Like, at this point, when I'm watching it, they are just nothing. They are not, nothing characters. Like, that, and that, and they make no wait, wait, impact wait, 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 in 1997. It's going to be a mess. It's going to be a mess. No, they make, in 1997, <laughs> all that they're doing is, oh, Frank is a cop. <laughs> and they end up at the diner. Like, 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 they, they, Did you just they have Frank no Elaine. Uh, no, I'm going back to that. I'm because I'm so Angel, pissed off. I'm, like, I'm so pissed off. Angel. I'm going back to uh, Girl, to. Uh, it actually 1997, honey. Yeah, but <laughs> I am so pissed off at that because Frank and Elaine were the it couple. They were the it couple in the well, 1990s, well, and they did nothing. They are doing nothing now. That was just a shitty recap. That was the that 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 girl that they got to play. Frank the couple was in the recast. They should have done more with him. Oh well, no, you gonna leave my Frank alone. Frank ain't do that. They should have done so much more with him. And and that was around the time that Harley came back to him. Lucy left and... Oof. Guiding light. Angel, 
I'm trying to be nice because it's International Women's Day. We're trying to support your choices, but girl. <laughs> all right, all right. The la- this last one, um, because I just found out how long this character has actually been on the show. Chancellor? No, no, Lieutenant Baker from The Bull and the Beautiful. He's been on since 1997 and has done nothing except get on the Forester's butts about stuff. Lieutenant Baker. (laughs) Girl, you're just picking any character now, Kyle. (laughs) That's why they're honorable mentions. I'm screaming. Lieutenant Baker. You're lucky I didn't say John Silva. Oh, you ain't gonna do my John Silver now. God no, damn it. No, do you John ain't gonna do John Silver like that. Oh my god. I'm not doing John <laughs> Silver like that. God. Like, that, that's like those saying like Winifred from all my children. Like girl. <laughs> 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 so oh. did the damn thing. Her if that wasn't her. Winifred, she was Winifred substitute. Oh, that's great right she was. Well, you know what, Alan? Let's just go to you. Who is your number one and honorable mention? And number one, I have Donna Logan, Bold and Beautiful. So, yeah, all she does is just watch the children off screen and slather honey on her titties to give Erica Boner, and that's it. That's what she to the <laughs> What a damn visual that is. <laughs> Love a taste of honey. No, <laughs> beautiful. Brought to you part by Subi. Poor Donna Logan. Oh Lord. Um, Alan, what would you think of Donna if Cassie the pilot was playing her? <laughs> She'd probably still be slathering honey on her titties and suck, except uh, singing. How would she do it, Alan? How would she do it? Can I get honey bear? What in the hell is going on with y'all today? And all we're is Molly General Hospital. Oh, I like her, but she's done nothing. Kind of both of those Davis girls. Quite mm-hmm. a yeah, if you ain't Sam, I, I don't know what you've been doing. <laughs> um, Alrighty, Alan, pretty solid list. Um, Coming in at number one for me is also somebody from General Hospital. So I thought I would just transition from your uh, pick, Alan, uh, for honorable mention. But this is somebody who has been on and off on the show for the past 16 years. That is none other than Damien Spinelli. Oh, you bitch, you. You bitch. Okay, no, I forgot all about him. You motherfucking bitch. You stole my number one. You stole it. I was like, why you call? I was like, Rodrigo, you ride that hard for ghetto clients? I was like, damn. The only time it really ever mattered was when you bitch, you. Go ahead, uh, like uh, bears. Yes. You tell so him why I hate him. Why you hate him and why I hate him. Rodrigo, we are twins on the podcast this week. <laughs> yes. A chocolate twin. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm white chocolate. You got <laughs> He's more like a milk. He's like a milk. Honey, I'm I'm thick arms, your thick thighs this week. Uh, but yes, so. My hate for Damien Spinelli. Well, okay. 
I'll just keep it real because I don't like the character. Never have. But um, I remember when Bradford was let go from the show. Rodrigo, when was that? Like 2012 or something? Remember, he was yeah, fired. Yeah, around 13. Yeah, 12. That's the time uh, when uh, when uh, uh, Spinelli took the baby yes. uh, away with, M with Ellie. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that was around yeah 2013, around that yeah. time. Yeah, Because I will never forget when my mom said something to me that clicked. Because my mom used to love General Hospital. And she said they always tried to make him into the leading man when he did not have leading man qualities about him. And that was true because they did that awful black and white jackal P.I. story. Mm -hmm. Tried to have him being Jason's messy bottom. Um, they Ew. tried to... <laughs> Wait, what? Make him and Maxie something it didn't need to be. The only nope. time I ever cared about him is when he was with Ellie, but even then I wouldn't even say it was cared about him. I would say tolerate, because I actually always liked Ellie by herself more than I ever did Spinelli. Um, or Matt Cohen. <laughs> Spinelli has been a noose around Maximista's neck for 15 years. Um, I credit Spinelli for being one of the reasons Maxi has lost a lot of her spunk and a lot of her fun and a lot of her spontaneity and everything else um, and a lot of her style um, because you can't ever tell me that fashionista bitchy wanting to be the next Anna Wintour Maxie Jones would bend over backwards to be perfect in Spinelli's eyes. But nonetheless, that's what she's done for the past 15 years. Um, and I also, remember. This I remember. Those cases where I also hate the actor. I find Bradford Anderson absolutely goddamn annoying. Um, <laughs> it's not just his support of Steve Burton's racist comments on their podcast. Uh, but it's also the fact that he can't act. And I don't find it entertaining for Sam to be like, oh, Spinelli, how's your day going? And he'll be like, oh, oh, fair lady. Oh, God, I'm, I well, you know, I touched myself this morning and at the gym. It's just, it's annoying to me. The character was horrible. The character should have been killed off. Yeah, I just, Spinelli ain't that good. Blake Bear should still be in that fucking world. Blake Bear yes. was the only time that character was good. Because it's like, like and that's the thing. Like he keeps, because he just keeps calling himself the jackal. Bro, you are 40 years old with a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> you, are not, you, are, you, are not, you are not some 15-year-old tech geek anymore, bro. Stop. Jason Gone, be dead, baby. That, that's the problem. They have not grown this character up. They still the only time he was an adult was when he found out about baby Georgie and let Maxie have. That's yeah, on his way out the door. Yeah, on his way out the door. Yeah, on the way out the door, Spinelli grew a pair and told Maxie where to go. And okay, Boston, they... a pair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that came out. Motherfucker <laughs> came in strong. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <damn. it did. laughs> okay, he came in sounding like motherfucker. <laughs> <Scott> Wilson. <laughs> Boston. <laughs> okay, he's right. He came in and sounded like Richard Mulligan from Antoinette. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, I love that show. 
Finelli is my number one. And real quick, Rodrigo, before I hand it over to you, I will say honorable mention for me might shock a lot of people. But I think it's when you really think about it, you'll understand what I mean. And that is Kristen Forrester on The Bold and the Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, why did I she ain't think about that? She ain't even been on that show. Yeah, like, what's his face? I, can't, I forgot his name. Something <laughs> is more important than she is. And that she need to come sense. and check her gay son. Is if you remember the start of the show, and for many years, for almost the first five years of the show, Kristen was considered the more important character because Felicia was off screen because Felicia was just mentioned for many years until Colleen Dion got there. Um, And so, yeah, I just, you know, with Kristen, she just exists. I mean, I wish they would recast the character and give her more to do. Um, I feel like there could be actual story for Kristen, but yeah, she doesn't really matter to the show as a whole. Um, I would say that if really you want to talk about Forrester kids that have made an impact, it's always been, in my opinion, more so Felicia and uh, Ridge and then Thorne when Macy and Darla were alive. But yeah, it's like Kristen comes home every five years for holidays. Um, And that's really it. Um, And then there was that one time where where, uh, they tried to do a storyline around AIDS, and that was around the time that they adopted Sunday from Africa. The black boy that was actually black, <laughs> and then they recast him as somebody else. But, but no, I actually like that story. Lighter and lighter. Oh, no, I didn't like that story. No, I like that story. I didn't like oh, how no, they recast him. But, but the fact is that he adopted him from Africa, not from you know Kenya, not from like a part of the continent, like a part a, a part of the continent. They adopted him from the, from the continent of Africa. They went not to Africa. It was weird. But well, ain't Kenya in Africa? Yeah, the but continent? they but they said Africa like they, they were specific. That, that's what ain't yeah, they were. They were specific. Oh, okay, they, they, said they, Africa, they said Africa like it was a department stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, like motherfucker, this is not Montgomery Ward. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah. I think you got the title of the podcast. No, Montgomery Ward. <laughs> Unlike Angel, you know, not cop number 32 and nurse number five. (laughs) Man, number one. Frank and Eleni Cooper. Yeah, not, you know, my honorable mention is not, you know, Brooke Logan. Um, You know, (laughs) Angel, I love you, girl, but that was some Tom (laughs) Fool. I live for it. (laughs) I know you do because you live for the mess. That's why we keep having you back. Casey. No, you know who your honorable mention is? Your honorable mention is Val, Erica's assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Which one? Oh my god. There were two and there were two I, I, songs. I more than one shit. No, it's that there, girl in no, the green there was dress the one on the young and the um there was the one when Sally when Sally Jr. came came on and they and she found yeah. her soul. <laughs> no, no, I, I said I said Val. I didn't say song. Oh, I thought you meant Saul from Bull and the Beautiful. No, from all. Oh, I people. like Saul. When Erica, when Erica uh, had um, what was uh, Enchantment? When Erica had Enchantment, she had a gay ass uh, assistant named Val that she used to just cuss oh, out yeah. all the time. Oh my gosh, yes, she used to cuss him out all the time. How um, Charlotte Nichols cussed out Jonathan on World Rats. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, oh, I leave Val alone here. <laughs> no, but my honorable mention, <laughs> Jennifer Pace, Search for Tomorrow. Um, oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, that is. Look, I'm lucky that I'm lucky that I didn't say Bridget Forrester. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have said that, no. I would have muted your mic. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you could make a case for Bridget Forrester, not having a big ass. If it's Asher, Jennifer Finnegan. <clears throat> yes. I, that's the only that's the only Bridget Forrester I know. Yes, Jennifer Finnegan was a mm, I loved her. Yeah, Ashley Jones. Day. To me, Ashley Jones was just miscast. I didn't mind Agnes Bruckner because when I started watching Bold of Oh, she slapped the crap out of Brooke. Yeah, <laughs> but like yeah. And I think like um Ashley is a good actress, but yeah, it's just like that's just not who I would have pictured being Bridget. Um and we all mentioned that recast in between. Ooh. Because I actually no, my whole thing, Ashley Jones, I could have taken her Ew. no shade, no shade to my Christy Clark, but you could have made a good Carrie recast on days. Yeah, that would have been more her speed. Yeah. yeah, I could have really, yeah, because I loved her on the Young and the Restless. I loved Ashley Jones on Mine and R. Especially those scenes with Sabrin, uh Jeanette. Mm. Oh, oh, they were. Yeah, she she could have even been a, a good Sarah Weber on GH. Yes, yeah, I could see her. I could see her being oh, a yeah. mm-hmm. bitch to Becky. Oh, no, but we had to see Parker. <laughs> Parker. Rodrigo. Parker. Okay, Parker. Parker. Kayla Turner. Rodrigo, how come you sounded like my uncle Gary just now? Parker, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was some ugh. Her and um, Lexi, and that was not cute. I'm sorry, that was not. Uh, Mm-mm. No, no, no. That was a that that lady was too old to be with that girl. Uh, she should have been um, uh, lose her license for dealing with a student like that. They need to give Christina some chocolate. Let's not start fooling around with me. Well, she was supposed to have some, remember? But with well, Valerie, oh, her Valerie, Valerie, yeah, yeah. Give her and Brittany, Bobby, they were that. Mm, that was hot. Let, let her hook up. Let her hook up with, with that with that Nika. Has remember Jamie Nika. Oh, her Nika. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or she or she like him thick with it. She can go over there and get with Nurse Deanne. Jamie Giddens revealed that they wanted to do that Parker and Elena. I mean, not Elena, Lord and Valerie and Christina Love Triangle, but then they didn't put anybody on contract. Um, oh, well. It's the end of that. Um, but anyway, Rodrigo, yeah, let's go to you so you can discuss your hatred for Spinelli and then also if you have any honorable mentions. Okay, uh, we'll keep it quick. Uh, with Spinelli, I've never... <sighs> he was brought on. It was one of those Goosey-Sight character, goofy-ass, pot-smoking, like, you know, brainiac on you know, doing like illegal shit on the computers and shit. I was like, okay, he was good for that use during that time. And then just somehow he became popular. I don't know how. And I was just like, why is he still here? Every year he was still on my screen. I was like, why he, why is he here still? Like what, what? Okay. And then if everyone remembers, he wanted going. He didn't want to get with no man. He wanted Georgie before Georgie got murdered. Mm-hmm. So Spinelli wanted Georgie before Maxie. So I never bought that because he he didn't even look Maxie's way. He thought he was better than her. 
<laughs> the way Georgie was acting with Maxie sometimes. So they that's why they clicked so well. So I never bought the Spinelli and Maxie thing. Maxie figured that boy like shit and cheated on him all the time and whatnot. And he was just and he just ended up looking stuck until he got with Ellie. And that was the only little bright spot. And then when he found out that Maxie was lying about carrying his baby and all that stuff. And he, you know, took custody of, of Georgie and and you know, cussed Maxie out on his way out of Port, you know, and that was some good stuff for him. But that should have been it. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't need to see him back really. Um, when Blake Barris played him, I was like, oh, maybe could be something with the character. But I've never found like Chaz, uh, not Chaz, uh, Casey. I, Bradford, I mean, he's never been my cup of tea in this role. Um, I've never gotten the peel of he's, him. He's a I, cup of celery juice is what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, never understood this character. I never understood the need for him. He wasn't really tied to anyone except for being Jason and Sonny's little bitch boy, Aaron computer geek and i'm just like okay and the fact that he was like a coaster on night shift too yeah and this character hasn't grown you chose having a family with someone who actually loved you to do what to be doing computers with the mob and i was like grow up like this character's not grown and we don't need him on the show no more like who cares we don't see Georgie hardly anymore. We don't even see Max's kids. She got 50 kids. We don't see them anyway. <laughs> so, like, what's the point of having Spinelli here? For what? It, it, so that's my least favorite. That's my number one there. And my honorable mention, Claire Brady, Days of Our Lives. Um, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. The impact, this character, impact. the impact this character could have made. Mm-hmm. But Ron, you choose to do another su- crazy loopy doopy with a of a legacy character. I hate. I I I just I, I don't like when legacy characters go crazy and loopy like this. I don't. I I just find it. You are the granddaughter of John and Marlena. Like John and Marlena's granddaughter, when they already had enough with Sammy. You, you we, they didn't need a Sammy 2.0, and you weren't the one to carry that legacy to do that. Claire and I just I just I never Olivia Rose Keegan I mean she did good you know she won that Emmy and then you know she she said these out and um and then they bring in um that Australian girl that that was 35 playing this 21 year old girl and I forgot her name um yeah it's Mildred yeah and you want me to believe that that Martha Madison was her mother okay Sure. Um, no, it just, it, it never, it, it was so much you could do, you could have done with this character, and they just didn't go there. I mean, it, all that crazy fire, setting fires and shit like that, I, was, ugh, I, did, I hated all that shit. She didn't need to be crazy, she just needed to be a bitch. I just a bitch. That, like, was- like, I love that, like, that Sammy was modeled after Marlena's sister, Samantha. Claire should have been modeled after her aunt Sammy. And play it on that. Yes, and then she and what could have been great is Belle could have got a little bit of taste of her medicine that her daughter was a bitch on wheels and she couldn't control her, and 
she was giving her hell and whatnot. And the same thing, and she could have maybe felt how Sammy was feeling back in those days. So, you know, but it just never went there with the character. Now I just, she could have made more of an impact than she did. So she's my honorable mention. I'll never forget when they had her like trying to be a singer. <laughs> Lord, and then they had then they had Eve trying to make her a singer. Oh yeah. And they can't they couldn't even make this. <laughs> okay, like, you're doing Eve porn music. <laughs> not come on my back because you know my- <laughs> I miss, I'm sorry I miss I miss those days of things that, I'm sorry when Cast of the Five was he first comes on remember her, when her background he- music comes on <laughs> remember when he- oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> yo that was the funniest shit remember when it started creeping into other people's scenes too like, yes you know, Victor and Maggie would be sitting down and Maggie would be saying, well, I have a, a spa appointment at three. Oh, yeah. It's wrong with y'all. <laughs> that was what really happened on the show. As you have to YouTube, Eve Donovan, circa 2014. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Jennifer slapped her and she spun around? Oh, that was because okay. you know, look, that was the only time Melissa Reeves knew where she was because that scene was so hood. That was, was so good when she slapped her. Jennifer that bed was and she was like, "KJ, how could you eat canes instead of Chick Fil A? How could you?" Oh, that was so good. That was good television. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Look, that's gonna be forget song on the chat. What you're gonna hear is welcome to an all-new episode of the chat. Oh yeah. I need some answers. I need answers on the decision. That was me. That's like Ken Corday to the music on this show. Look, oh, you yeah, I gotta ask Ken. Ken, what the hell? Ken, <laughs> what were you thinking? Who were you thinking? Like <laughs> Barbara um, Walters interview. Ken Corday, what the fuck were you thinking? Rodrigo's big thighs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, oh, oh, god. <laughs> and again the, i was waiting to see when we're gonna go off the rails and here here <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh my lord uh chance number one and an honorable mention my dear Ooh, Lord, this is going to either go one way or the other. So I have to take in this character. We said the last four years, but they've been on the show from the beginning. Oh. Um, and, but I'm going over the last 10 years that they have been on. Why are, I always look at them like, why are you here? Get off my screen. This is bold and beautiful. Ridge oh, Forrester. Yeah. Oh, yes. Ridge oh. for I cannot 
with this character anymore. He only exists for Brooke to cry over and to Taylor to move over. There's no point in this character for me anymore. He don't design no more. He gets thrown out of helicopters. Then he comes back. So you think that you were going to kill me, huh? I'm like, oh, Lord, I cannot deal with this character anymore. I know he's been off for a while. I guess he's on vacation. I don't know. He can stay there, say he died. I don't know. Well, he ain't got to kill him. Just send him to Forrester International to deal with some problems there for forever. Uh, I don't care about this character anymore. Um, I think we need to move on from the Ridge, Brooke, Taylor thing that they're always trying to do. I don't like that Brooke and Taylor are frenzies, but I would much rather see them than to see them looking at Ridge's face again. It's just, it, I'm over this character. I really am. Have Thorne come back and run some shit. I don't care. It's you just, I can't do it no more. You know what's odd to me is... Not to be too controversial, but if you really want to be a stick in the mud about it, you could almost say not just the past 10 years, but Ridge's entire run. And I know... I can't say that because there were times when, when especially during the times when Brooke took over Forrester and he had some... The, the initial triangle with brooke taylor ridge that yes, was hot and I, tv i get that but and you know there were great moments and you know there were a great few years of that and i i wouldn't say little impact i would say more minute impact because the more i started thinking about this as soon as you called his name and yes ridge was necessary for the triangle but mm-hmm. overall to me it was more about and again, for me, Brooke and Taylor were more the draw for me. Yeah. Um, the yeah. fight between the the yeah. fight between the two. So yes. You mean? Yes. So yes, Ridge was necessary, but also it's almost like Brooke could have fought over any man. You know what I mean? Because honestly, if you think about it, Ridge was only there for them to fight over him mm-hmm. and for him to be the Forrester Golden Boy. But it's like, you know. You could have restarted this whole show 35 years ago and all of that could have gone to Thorne. You know what I mean? It's interchangeable, in my opinion, of who the guy could have been from the beginning. Because mm-hmm. I see I, what you're saying. Yeah, I always found more investment in the women um, of the show because it's a women's genre and it's mm-hmm. a fashion soap opera. Well, when it was written by... Bill Bell. Bill, you had yeah. a lot more of that really... Yeah, the, uh, and deafness between the two. You know, now I don't know what it is now, but nobody. Does. I just that's it's just <laughs> one BS character. It it's just one character that I'm just like, oh, what are we about to do now? You know, it's just yeah. like the the initial impact of it for me for it, that character has left a long time ago, and when he got recast, it was even less or so. So he's my choice, and then I have a couple. I oh, got a couple God. honorable mentions. <laughs> my honorable mention, another one comes from Bold Zenday Zenday Forrester. He can go. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't really give a crap about him. Um, Paris can he, he can take Paris with him. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we already. I think Rodrigo said her um, already, but Chloe, she can go on Young and the Restless. And another controversial one. Sheila Carter. Um, 
I'm over it. I'm I'm over it. Uh, looking at some of their, not saying that she was not impactful. I'm not saying that. I'm just taking a look at the most her current run, right? Like you're talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about her current. Yeah, I'm not talking about. Yeah, we can't. (laughs) No, 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 no. She had Sheila. The character Sheila Carter is the one one of the most iconic characters on Bold and Young and the Restless. But I'm talking about her in daytime. Everybody knew who she was, but this current, I would say, the last two or three years where the, the last time they brought her back and she was fussing about with Quinn and with a pillow fight. And then the second time when she shot people, but didn't nobody die. Mm-hmm. And now she's in the threesome with, with these two people. And then yeah. it just, it's just like, I don't, I don't, you took a left yeah. somewhere with this character and it hasn't been right since. Her, so. her fighting, her fighting with the militia. Oh shit! <laughs> you talk yeah. about some her, her fight with the militia with Baby Diana strapped to her chest is better than this bullshit <laughs> that I watched on the both the beautiful in twenty twenty. Oh, but if what's the name fella that found her and Che Guevara's um, leftover staff from Cuba? We're fighting. It's better than the shit I'm watching with Sheila Carter is in a love triangle. Sean Kanan and Kimberly Brown are making goofy <laughs> love scene faces. Uh, what the fuck are y'all two doing? The show's already done enough without you two doing these faces and shit. Okay? Somebody said well, that that was a scene that could be on the soup, and I was like, oh my God, you are so We are in the soup era of the Bold and Beautiful again. Again. We again. are back to that bullshit where they, it's, it's the ad thing. They don't care on that show. That show... Those actors on that set do not care what they're handed to these days because the shit is some dumb horseshit. And mm-hmm. Full and Beautiful is the worst show on network television, soap opera, streaming, everything. That show is atrocious. Maybe man, two, two, two be may got them beat a little. Two, yeah, it is two. Two be got better shit than this than both. Yeah, they they look like yes. I don't know. I don't know. Certain movies they can't the spell Twitter, the truth. Right. The Twitter clips I see of two movies is better than what I am. They look like they need to the air right after. They look like they need to air right after the two be original movie Amityville in space. I, so the, the thing about it is, if we take a look back, we have gone through Thomas kissing a motherfucking doll. And we was like, what in the hell is this? Right? So we've gone through that area. We've gone through the berries on the island with Thomas and Brooke. Oh, we, we, we've gone through these terrible, awful storylines just for us to come back and have Sheila in a 30-something triangle with 60-damn-year-old people. And she come talk about, I'm afraid of what Bill is going to do. What? Who are you? Who is writing this? This is Sheila fucking Carter? And she's scared of Bill who ain't did nothing but threw somebody out of a helicopter? 
Oh, please. She would she would have been the one to throw somebody out the helicopter. Blondie and Mod the other day. This yeah, is I know surgically removed a baby's birthmark so the police would not catch her with that baby. She killed a man with bees. Yeah. She did all this crazy he ass shit. She, she shot Stephanie Forrester and she shot Taylor and, and, Brooke. and Brooke at the same time. She threatened to scalp Thomas as a baby. As yes. a ba this is somebody we should be afraid of. The only person she would be a little bit afraid of would probably be Laura because she's the only one that beat ass. Yeah, but to, to say these, to have these lines that are, you were saying that this is Sheila and she's afraid of somebody? Who is, somebody, an intern must have wrote but, uh, that. Because I know goddamn well, Brad Bell did not write that knowing the history of this show. Before we go to Tiggs, I actually had a question specifically for Taz mm -hmm. and Rodrigo. Because the more I was thinking about it, the more I'm interested to hear your thoughts. So, gentlemen, if you had to say between these two characters who is more impactful, would you pick Chloe or Chelsea on The Young and the Restless, looking back over their entire histories? Chloe. Chloe. Okay. By none. Chelsea. Chelsea is a knockoff who, version of Chloe. Who would you say has been more impactful over the past five years? Probably story-wise story-wise right now i mean let's well they've given they're, they've given but chelsea they've given more story over the last they've given melissa claire egan the edgiest stories the more you know soap opera-esque type stories where elizabeth henderson has been the talk to <laughs> she has no story she the, reason, is the only story. reason i asked is because those characters definitely became duplicating each other's energy and so, yeah, I was very interested to hear your guys' thoughts on that since you both put Chloe somewhere on your list. The only reason why I put Chloe, well, I, I was going, my arm, one of my arm missions yeah, was why Chelsea. Did you put Chloe there, I put Chloe because I think over, you're exactly for what Rodrigo said. After she, uh, dude, you got ran over on 94, it was just like, okay, she lost her mind, and then, okay, we don't know what to do with her, so we're just going to make her talk I'm more, I'm more disappointed by her, um, you know, change of character than Chelsea. I don't give a fuck about Chelsea. Yeah, uh, Chelsea could die tomorrow, and I wouldn't give a crap, but I, I do care a little bit more about Chloe because she is, you know, a, a legacy character. Yeah, yeah she's, the right. she's more legacy. She's more tied to the history of the show. Chelsea is not. Um, and it's just the way her character took a complete 180 dive because of Delia's death. And for the, and it, it just, it just, she hasn't recovered from that. She's she not recovered, recovered from that. That character's not recovered. They don't know what to do with the character. And she's been through several writing changes, several producing changes, and they still don't know what to do with this character. So, yeah. If I had to choose between the two, I mean, like, I, both actresses are equally good, in my opinion. Um, well, I won't say that either. I will. I prefer one over the other because um, I don't necessarily like the acting choices of another because um, it's the same all the time. But if I had to choose, I would definitely would keep Chloe over Chelsea because, again, I don't care about if Chelsea. They said Chelsea got ran over by another call. Ninety four. I'll be like, oh, that's too bad. Anyway, what, what else is going on? Like, I wouldn't care. Her character on the show to me is not that important gotcha. um, as they try to make her. Chaz, I don't care about that. I'm just going to be messy. Do you not like Melissa Claire Egan's acting? No. Okay. 
not her interpretation of of this character i do not like the interpret you mean the interpretation of what's going on right now no i don't i've never like i've never cared for i liked her when she was a schemer but mm-hmm. when she is talking fast and crying and i don't care i don't <laughs> talking fast <laughs> <laughs> that's what she do yeah, I'm like, girl, go get some somewhere, somewhere or, yep. She turns into a 15 year old, like crying girl. I'm like, I don't care about this at all, and I just, I don't. That's just me personally. I'm nothing against her. I don't like the choices. I don't like her choices. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that was my long drawn out list. Well, that was a good list. Uh, Tiggs, however, why don't you finish us up, my darling? Um, you're never- my number one is Peter motherfucking August, because y'all know why. My, <laughs> my, honorable <laughs> men- my honorable mention is that bitch-ass, raggedy-ass Joe Carlino from Another World. Oh, I was yes! Yes! Oh, yes! I forgot about that Read character. Who just- Go ahead, Tiggs. I don't want to say it. Turn he my defamed my Paulina. He turned her into Mama Celeste. She gained 50 pounds. She should have stayed with Jake. Oh, Tig, shut up. You do have to say that. No, I am not blaming Juliet. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you gain weight? That motherfucker made her miserable. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would gain weight too, Tracy. She, she would eat. Oh, my God. Look, Paulina. she was eating motherfucking... She was eating about 14 cannolis a day because that motherfucker kept her locked up in the house baking while he took his bitch ass to the station. Paulina Cantrell. Paulina Cantrell went from a scheming, mm-hmm. uh, you know, high fashion grifter to serving pizza at a damn uh, a pizza parlor with this man. Yeah, the Paulina having a party. Oh my pizza goodness. Party. And yeah, you were mad at Jay. Yeah, Jake Faith, you know, Jake didn't know he was dead. He lost his memory, of course. And then he came back and he see you marrying the pizza man. And he's like, what the hell going on? That's not the Paulina. <laughs> not the pizza man. You know, another world. Oh my oh. God. Another world used to bring on those characters before JFP got there. That, like in another world character used to last six months and have a huge impact on the course of the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about yes. Lorna. You know, think about Lorna was the there. The seal. Yeah. Impact. Uh, yeah, Cecile de Pognac and uh, God, even Charlene's beginnings. Oh, and then that crazy psychiatrist, Taylor, who was trying to <laughs> gaslight Charlie. Yes. Charlie. Yes. God. And another world used to know how to do it. Like everybody mm-hmm. used to have such purpose on the show. Um, and then that. God, motherfucking Jill Farron Phelps. Jill Farron fuck up, as Melody says. Phelps, you gotta give us realism. Okay, why? 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 And then they had the nerve to change the opening credits. Give us realism. Yeah, bitch, you gave us realism, bitch. You gave us real cancellation, bitch. And you know what? I'm just gonna be real here. Look, I'm just scared when people care. go outside. Y'all, y'all at me at KCS Hutch. If you like that Another World last opening, you were not a true fan of that show. I'm gonna keep it 100. Yeah. That shit was terrible. That shit. See, it would have been great if it, it would have been great if we were on another soap, but not oh, another no, world. That's not my Another World. Very general hospital in my 
opinions. It was not another world. And it I was the city, to be honest. Yeah, that should have been like for loving in the city or even loving in the Charles. city. I hate people who are like, oh, I love this opening. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> that opening was fucking <laughs> Oh my That's, god! I would have much rather taken. Look, I would have much rather taken a title card and you hear with the interlocking rings. Um, oh, that's what we was gonna hear. Oh, um, Angel, yeah. <laughs> the title card with interlocking rings. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how I. That's how I imagine Forever in the Days opening to be something like something small like that. Gassing me up. We have opening credits, girl. Go to our Twitter. You do. <laughs> You do, but, but when I think about it in my mind, and oh. now forever and a day. Oh my god, oh, oh, oh you guys, oh. we have breakdown writers on our show, by the way. Unlike some shows, for me, the up until the very last day, up until June 25th, 1999, the mm. open should have been You Are My Way, You Are My Way. Who y'all singing today? I see. I mean, can't pay for that now. You don't sing too much. They're going to find us. Um, where? Where? Where are they going to find the tapes? <laughs> the tapes? <laughs> like it's Watergate. Um, but yeah, I just suck. <laughs> God damn it. Jake, you pissed me off because now all I'm thinking about is that era of the show that put it into the ground. Ugh. Destroy three popular cups. I saw a clip today. <laughs> I think Rodrigo, you posted this of uh, As the World Turns when they was outside shooting everything. Oh, <laughs> oh they had my, they had my more west at the Dollar Tree store. <laughs> 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 oh, my whole face. Me up with that. I was like, oh my god. Oh, oh, see, she at the Dollar Tree. <laughs> she she left the car. Wait, wait, and then she left the car and Michael Park was like, I'm yeah, leaving. Yeah, they're having more or less. They're putting um, shopping bags in the back of the seat. That's my, that's my girl, though. She said, I'm going to do what the fuck we do. And if Carly was going to Carly, Penny, Carly, Penny, don't, we would never have gone no damn Dollar she Tree. Never no, 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 that's the thing, though. She, she was, was at Dollar, Dollar Tree. She was at Dollar Tree, but she had a shopping cart from Target. That shopping cart was yeah, she, It was so confused. <laughs> like, they picked the most run-down she, ass shopping center she, to go to. The and then she in, a, a, she in a Nissan Sentra. I was like, Not fashion designer Carly. It's Coop got into his car accident and then got in light. <laughs> During the commercial, they switched out the cars. <laughs> we like, all right, hurry up, everybody! We need to get oh the car that blows God. up. Oh. That was. Oh. I, I when y'all, I listen when they start shooting outside with no that's sets. Over, you know, so that's that's you know that show is about to be over. Okay. It's over. When you see Young and the Restless go shoot in front of damn uh, Kroger, we got a problem. Okay. <laughs> I would actually look. No, I Young and the Kroger. Well, no, we'll see, no, because at least, that like, would be their biggest say what you want about GH, at least when GH shoots outside, Frank makes sure it's tastefully done. Well, because he does it with actual television cameras. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not they had a damn iPhone 3 filming this one, bagging up. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about. <laughs> 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 my more wins. 
It was shopping bags. She ripped one, one, one of the scenes. She, the shopping bag ripped. She probably was so frustrated. She's like, "Why the fuck am I filming? Why y'all got these damn around? paper bags? Why y'all couldn't give me no plastic bags?" Oh, and then when she came on General Hospital, because we're not gonna talk like it, where she's like, "Thank God, sets." No, I tell you, oh. that was probably look. Yes, the writing for her iteration of Diane was horrible, but I bet. She pissed money when she got to the Young and the Restless because they still oh, had that CBS. Oh, yeah, studio. she was like, <gasps> clothes, sets, clothes, actual. Like, oh, we built an actual mansion. Martha Byrne, Martha Byrne, come here quick. Yeah, they, like, wait, I'm a general hospital. I have the same thing over there. You should. Oh, yeah, because she was at GH for like six months. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. I'm trying to tell you when they start shooting outside with an iPhone. Something is not right. They start chewing outside. You better play boys to men because it's the end of the road. <laughs> it absolutely is. Cause and you can't let go. You can't let mm, go. Mm, 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 mm. But yeah, I just you know another world. My God, is there anything better than a sleeping child? Two sleeping children, and then Bette Midler closed us out after thirty-five years. When the world stops turning, <laughs> let the sun Yeah, that was so funny. That last scene of another world, all of a sudden, Rachel had all those damn photos all over the damn living room. Like, <laughs> I like, <"What's> <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who the hell? Who the hell? Who messing up Rachel Corey? How all these pictures all over? All, I was like, oh. And then the, all the, the first part of the episode was taken over by a gorilla. She had all of them mm. turned to the camera, and then they took. Did they? Okay. I've always wondered about this because I think they did do this. Did they repurpose the Corey Mansion for either the, the Demera set on Days or the Crane Mansion on Passions? Because the layout just looked so similar. They would have to move uh, from New no. York, though. No, that was that no. when uh, World, no. World Turn moved into that studio when it ended. Yeah, as the World Turns moved yeah, into World the Turns. um moved into the uh, another yeah, World. Uh, no, about a year later. No, but they did. Uh, that big ass, I think they turned the Corey Mansion to that big ass set that Paul had. I think that was the old oh, Corey Fair Mansion. Wins? Yeah, I think Fairwinds was. I mean, they had Paul and they had Paul and Emily and Barbara in that big ass mansion for no reason. I mean, it's a and it's a very generic mansion setup. You know what I mean? Um, but still, it looks so similar. But yeah, Tiggs, you're probably right. They probably turned that into Fairwinds. Um, but yeah. Hmm. I do miss another world, though, for what it was pre-JFP. Um, but anyway, this has definitely been a fun show. Um, Angel, where can our listeners check in with you when you're not here guest co-hosting? You can check me out at Tornado Song. Wonderful. Hating all of the Bowers like Ron hates the horse. Um. <laughs> hey, at least there were some Bowers left. <laughs> Well, girl, you were. Well, I'm watching it. Oh, jeez. We were Wait. like, Angel, who's your honorable mention? Bert Bauer. Who's your honorable mention? It's Michelle played by Rebecca Budding. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, Rodrigo, where can I was about to say who's your honorable mention? Lord Jesus, Rodrigo, where can they find you on? Find me at Rodrigo's World eighty one. Wonderful, wonderful. Chaz, what about you, my dear? Uh, Chaz underscore not Charles. Wonderful. Alan, what about you? Mm-hmm. Then you can follow me and the horny ghost at Osvarapa. Very good. And Troy, what about you, my dear? 
the death part, the new part two. The Ben Master part two. Oh yeah, the Ben Master shit. The Ben Master part two. Uh, <laughs> you'll never get that every week days. you say that wrong. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, and you can find me at KCS Hud. You can find our show on Twitter at the chat underscore podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at the chat show podcast. And we will see all of you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, you business. Wash your ass.